Nerds, 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 Dama, nerds. What's up, nerds? <laughs> I'm here again with my co-host, MJ, like always. Here for another exciting episode, as MJ would say, of Dama Nerds. We're here at episode 42. Four, Four two. motherfucking two. Yeah, so, you know, I'm over here in Vancouver, chilling in my room. It is September 3rd, about 6.30, 13th right. year of Sander. Yes, it is. MJ, what's going on with you, buddy? Dude, I'm doing good. I'm, you know, just getting ready, getting locked in for this episode. I had to do a little research, as we always do. This one, I was <laughs> a little uh, slacking a little bit, but luckily when I was having my breakfast, I, I dug in deep into uh, some... Some good tidbits that we're going to be bringing up with our guest today. Yes. We have the M one. and the one and only the Max only motherfucking Norks. Cross. <laughs> What's <laughs> up, guys? Norks. Great, beautiful intro there. I love it. I we love try. It. We try. You know. Yeah. We Welcome gotta... to the virtual Dama Nerd Studio, buddy. Yeah. Welcome. What's crazy about this is MJ is over there living in the future. Where is he? We're saying yeah, right? September third. Yeah, He's dude. over there in September fourth, right? It's Friday, exactly. man. I'm so psyched. Oh, That's I wish it was so Friday. weird. <laughs> Damn it. That's a it's a good superpower. Yeah, ahead of day. be in the future. Really, really. <laughs> you guys want to know what happens? I got you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. COVID happens. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was just thinking about it before. Like, uh, I was like messaging my friends back in the States that I actually didn't talk to for a while. And they're like, yo, like, what's up? Like, out of the blue. And I'm like, dude, you know, I think I got early COVID in like February. And yeah. remember when we were talking, Rod, I forgot what yeah. episode it was. And I explained like how I had this like weird ass fever. Yeah, just I remember talking day. about this. Yeah. And then the doctors were like, well, your throat isn't hurting or anything. You're not coughing. So we're going to rule out COVID. That's not because, you know, your, your symptoms would be your throat hurts, you're coughing a lot and shit. But for me, it was like runny nose. I'm like, but it was just a weird fever. And then I go back and I think I'm like, well, I did go to a concert like just the week before. Hmm. Right. Uh, and then I then oh. I go back and I remember people like somebody like commenting on the on the YouTube channel like, yeah, MJ, you got COVID. I'm like, ah. <laughs> but now looking back on the whole thing and then with you might this, have like, dude with all this like news like here in Japan, like not shown on the news, of course, like people like YouTubing and shit, like mm. asking real professionals and doctors, I'm sure same in the States. People are saying like there's different levels of COVID. There was like an early stage, which wasn't so bad. And that's why like it came to Japan like way early. Yeah. And they think like people grew in immunity to the next the early stage. Of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, huh. yeah. Yeah. And that's why the numbers aren't so bad. Crazy. Dang. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it, it's uh, a couple of my friends said the same thing. Like. Yeah. My old roommate, I mean, you know him, Drew Beans, Rod. Yeah. Uh, he, you. like, had it, <laughs> like, before. Like, he was, it was the most sick he's ever been. He, like, cut himself off. He put himself in his room Whoa, yeah. for, like, two weeks. And he, like, couldn't shake it. And uh, there was, like, people passing around at his work and stuff. And a yeah. lot of those people think that they're all, like, kind of the same symptoms. Right, and stuff right. like that is COVID. And, uh but yeah, it's but scary crazy. stuff. So did you guys get it? Or you think you got it? No, I got tested negative. You got tested. Mm. That's true. It's fucking. Yeah. Weird. And it's... I had to like have the thing up my nose and they uh, went like this. Um, like I hate things up my nose and <laughs> <laughs> most people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so. a very uncomfortable feeling. And they were deep in there. And I was like, 
I said, I went, I went like this, touched the girl's hand. And she was like, she's like just a little bit longer. And I, I couldn't say anything. And then I just went oh, and like flinched, but sneezed kind of. And the thing oh, just went. Gook. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, ow. like I was like well, with it in your nose. Yeah. I was sucks. like, Jesus, if we want to know what my sex moan sounds like, like, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it was so girly and everything too and she just she starts laughing she's like okay we're done we're done i'm so sorry and just afterwards i sneezed like 50 times yeah, yeah. I terrible i was like well now i have it well, yeah. <laughs> did you put that up someone's nose that had it already and then gave yeah. it to me because that's what it feels like let's get that right deep in there and yeah. sneeze <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, so man. it's it's a whole world of fucked. But you know, yeah. there's uh, there's many many low points. So many people are passing, yeah, leaving this world, going on to the next. Like famous people, a lot of non-famous people, loved ones. Uh, the Rock just got confirmed positive. It's, it's fucking. Yeah. It's it's fucking. It's fucked. It's yeah. fucking fucked. Twenty twenty. Everyone was so <laughs> excited. Like it's gonna be great. Fucking twenty 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 nineteen. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I think like, I was like, everybody says that about the new year. Like once yeah. it's the new year, like, yeah, yeah. fuck that last year. This one's going to be great. This one's going to be is, great. This is the new year. Yeah. Just to prove to everybody, you never know. It's going to be fucking great. So the world just keeping everyone on their up. toes. Yeah. <laughs> Cause this shit just totally fucking sideswiped everybody. And yeah. now yeah. you're going to be in it for like probably another two years or some shit. Yeah. But the cool yeah. thing is about it is that you can, we all learn to adapt to our situations. Absolutely. Right. And so now we can all just focus on little small wins that here and there. And like this one small win for us from doing this and whoever's listening. Yeah. Thank you. Small yeah. win for you as well. I mean, yeah. maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to be like, Oh, this is cool. Listen to Norks and MJ Rod, but I know that there's people out there that'll enjoy this and it's going to be their small win of the day. Just listening to this throughout their day, you know? Hell yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say, man, is that we're lucky that this is happening now in a time where we're like, as a species, like advanced enough to like do this kind of shit. We're like, yeah. envision Japan. I'm in Vancouver. Like you're in Washington. Like, and we're sitting here having a conversation. This yeah. is the best and recording part of it. So others can listen like that. Yeah fucking cool man this if you would have told me the like good 10 years side ago of the that internet. we were doing this i would have told you you're a fucking liar right <laughs> yeah right yeah fucking computer in my pocket that i can take out that has a yeah, camera remember? better than two megapixels fuck yeah. you you remember right. that math teacher make sure you work on your math because you're not going to be walking around with a calculator in your pocket oh right. yeah oh yeah <laughs> you fucking you fire that fucking man. idiot i have fire it right man. here <laughs> I don't only have a fucking Always. calculator. I could look up every question I you ask me and get an answer. All of the knowledge of mankind. <laughs> Straight up. In dude. my pocket. Straight bitch. up. <laughs> teach Where, me what? Something my phone can't teach yeah, me? Hybrid. <laughs> but but I just wanted to segue into, you know, fuck 2020, but there's also good points. And one of them is Norks. Oh. Flower mod. Taxi oh, mod. You know, we all got to Dude. enter the Norks world a little bit. We got We're to enter the Norks world going, just going for a little bit, the, you know? Yeah. I think I think people could uh, go in a little deeper. There maybe yeah. needs to be a, a possible sequel. Dude. Maybe we want to know about why the fuck a uh, dude with a bat wants to get your 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 Dama that was just hanging out in a shitty paper bag. Yeah. In a, a um, parking lot. Yeah. So let's, that's like. Let's hear it because you're the director. Yeah. So <laughs> that's all really crazy. And um, the. So basically, like, 
in a nutshell, the pro model itself is all based off of my adversities in life. Like that's why we got the taxi on it, you know, breaking my leg, getting hit by a car. Who the fuck knew that was going to happen to anyone, but it happened to me. And then, you know, a baseball bat where a guy actually like attacked me in an alleyway, broke my jaw and like my head and my, that story is crazy. But then, you know, so I had to overcome we're, we're gonna that. Come, we're going to come back to that. Uh, yeah. And that. so the whole mod, right. In a nutshell is adversity. And it's yeah. just overcoming all of these things that are shitty that happen that knock you down. And how do you get up? And so the, the funniest part about making the whole video is that the video was also, we had to figure out plan B's plan C's for yeah. everything. Yeah. And like, but the, like the original idea was I was going to get, one of my friends that I used to run basketball camps with back in the day and we got closer again. Um, but she's just like the homie, like that's, she'll always be the homie. We've never had like any type of relationship like that. Um, and so she's awesome, but she invested money into those Funko pop, like the dolls, the, like the things that are going crazy right now, they're not dolls. They're like the big head action figure, things like everyone's oh. getting them sweets has a whole bunch of them yeah they're ugly as oh, shit those okay. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they have like a license with baby yoda <laughs> and stuff and like they're huge yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's heads. a company yeah it's a yeah the square head like figurines and so uh, yeah. sorry and they're they called again they're they're like from a company called funko pop but they're okay, called okay. pop like pop dolls uh, if nobody yeah. knows what they are like Wrong. look look so into it they're Wrong huge and then yeah. you'll be like oh uh sweets has a bunch of those sweets yeah. loves them it's Coda a company has a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, it's a company that's based out of here, like in Everett area. So that's pretty close to my and she invested money. Anyways, doesn't matter. She okay. made a lot of money from that and okay. all this stuff. Long story okay. short, she has a McLaren. She bought one of the only two used McLarens in the United used. States. What? <laughs> so she bought one. Yo, she has where, it with with doll money. Yes. And <laughs> other, and other, other investments, but yeah. like that was a big one. And then, so anyways, she has a McLaren. She's also like, you know, smoking hot and like, she's got the whole, you know, like I'm doing it on the video, but she's got the whole like package deal going on. Okay. Yeah. She's very, yeah. she's very appealing to the eyes. <laughs> she's also a great friend. So she wanted to be in the video too. And I was like, Oh, that'd be cool. If like I wore a suit and drove a McLaren up to this spot and then we got out and you were wearing, she was going to wear us. It was going to be borderline like scandalous, but she yeah. was going to wear yeah, like see through. Yeah. Yeah. She was going to have a see through like starlit dress on that was for Saatchi. And then underneath she was going to be wearing like this lingerie piece that you could barely see through. You know what I mean? Like, but you could, it was definitely provocative. All right, and then maybe, she was gonna... maybe you can send us pictures that we'll post yeah. on the <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. And then she was going to wear a fur coat over. So it was going to look like some, like, king, do like the yeah, Don yeah. mob boss type. Shit. Like, yeah, okay. some super swanky shit. And she was going to get out with, like, a bouquet of flowers. And then she was going to come up, and we were going to do the movie magic, where she hands me the flowers, and it turns into my mod. Okay. We were just going to do this tough tough ass stare into the camera and the drone was going to be at her face and then just yeah. fly out and pan out to the rest. So that was the alternate um, beginning, but she oh, called me day of and uh, day of filming. Yeah. Day of filming. And we had talked the day before we were going to do it that morning. She found out that um, RIP her oh. ex-boyfriend and very good friend um, 
passed away and uh, was found in like a lake. And so she was one of the first people to find out. She's like, I can't get myself to do it. And I said, Ooh, you know, she didn't tell me exactly hard, yeah. why, Fucked but I was me. like, look, I'm not mad. Just, you know, if, if you got to take care of you, then that's what has to happen. You have to mm-hmm. take care of yourself first. I said, don't even worry about it. This doesn't ruin anything, you know? Um, and so I, when we got off the phone, I did like a slight outburst and I was like, fuck, like <laughs> now what? You know, like, and I, and I know the guy too. And it's, so it's like not fun for me that that happened, you know? And yeah. like, but I had to like compartmentalize it really quick because we only had Cooper there for one more day. So I was like, and we hadn't shot anything yet. So I was like, dude, we have to do this. And I'm like, I have to like not be sad right in this moment. And it kind of sucked to be like, have to do that. But like Sal was with me, uh, Sal Fratelloni, and he understood the situation. He's like, He's like, look, dude, yeah, that is sad. And like, I just kept checking in on her all the time while we were filming and stuff. And, uh, but he's like, we got to get this done. And I was like, I know. And so we go and to my dad's house, ask for his Mustang. And I was like, dude, I wouldn't ask for this. And he like was super cool about it and let me use it right away. He said, bring it back whenever I brought it back at like three in the morning, actually four in the morning. And then, (laughs) um, you in the car ride, Sal Fratelloni came up with this whole intro idea because he's like does theater and acting and stand-up comedy and he helped come up with this whole intro and then he was like i think it'd be cool if we did the baseball bat thing like i'm attacking you but then like we do movie magic and change them into flowers and that is actually representing me getting hit in the face for real life getting hit in the face with a baseball bat and then it changing to flowers because the kendama saved my life before and so now it's like saving my life again type thing, but with the Norks mod now, like, so what's, what's going to, what, how is it saving my life now? You know, which nobody knows exactly how it's saving my life now, but uh, it's cool symbolism in that intro and everything. Well, and it was plan B. And then I yeah, think that it yeah. ended up being way better yeah. than the original idea in the first place. So everything happens for a reason. I believe in that. And uh, yeah, I mean that, like I said, it, it came together plan B, but, really cool how it came together and I wouldn't have been able to do it without Cooper and Sal. We filmed from 8 30 PM until two 45 in the morning to Damn. get all of that. Just the intro Man. part. Just the so, intro. So yeah. all in that, uh, it, and it was just in one parking garage. Yeah. Right? Just in one parking garage at this high school called stadium high school. And if you've ever seen 10 things I hate about you, um, with, uh, what's his name? Keith Ledger. Mm. and whoever else it's like a classic teenage you know rom-com type movie but it's filmed at this high school called stadium and it has like a huge massive view of like the water and it's just a parking garage in it and so the whole this is actually really funny there was a cop sitting in this parking garage almost the whole time (laughs) and so he leaves for a little bit and now we're filming the bat scene and sal turns (laughs) around and this cop is coming into the parking garage and Sal's going like swinging it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like swinging around a baseball bat. And he goes, he's like, oh, bro, this is sketch. Like, I'm going to put this down. And I go, no, it's more sketch if you put it down like yeah, you're doing dude. something wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's a camera guy here. What do you think? That cool. this is yeah. World Star? That, that like <laughs> all of a sudden we all meet up here and we're going to have this duel and I'm in a suit and you have a baseball bat and a, right. you know, mobster's tracksuit. Like, yeah, yeah. Does he really think this is real? No way. And uh, But the cop didn't bother us at all. 
And it was just nice. funny. Like Sal's just swinging a bat around in this cop. Probably like, <laughs> what the fuck are these guys doing? God damn it. You're probably right though. He probably saw the camera and shit and put two and two together. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, imagine if he did it and he just like, that's yeah. Was freeze. Gonna, and I'm like, ah! I didn't want to say that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. no, in America, like, man. It's Cause that's happening in America shit. all the yeah. time. So we were a little bit worried, but I said, don't act sketchy because then mm-hmm. if we look sketchy, then he'll yeah. be sketchy. Yeah, well, yeah. I was, yeah, I was gonna say, man, like you're talking about how this is like a mod that represents like the adversities in your life. It's only right that you have to face a little adversity, just like releasing While it you're and making filming. the fucking yeah. edit and shit. Right? Yeah, is that like, not right. just like so fitting? Which makes it perfect, you know? Like mm-hmm. it, you know, all, every detail that was into this was a, either a happy accident or you know, it's from something that brought such a low point and such pain that like now. I believe in like, you do have to face those fears at some point. Right. And you do have to face the music on some of these situations, no matter how mm-hmm. shitty they are that happen to you. And I feel like the more that you can be content with the situation and then be like, try to go above it. I think that that helps out so much more as like, okay, I don't ever want to think about this ever again because it was so negative and so bad, like yeah. so unhealthy. Just block I think it it's, out, yeah. I think it's healthier to not block it out and know that that happened, but then use it as like, yeah, I had to go through that. Sh- I, I, tr- I struggled with that for a long time after the baseball bat thing. Like I didn't want anyone to know. I didn't want, and word got around. Cause I was like in the paper in that city and shit. So it was Whoa. like, I, I never wanted to talk about it because it brought such negative energy. But then I was like, what if I can just like use this for my own personal advantage to like, yeah, I went through that, but now I'm fucking legend and I'm a boss now and that shit's behind me and I learned from it, you know, like what did I learn from oh, it yeah. type thing? I think that everything that happens good or bad is just a lesson to either teach you to be hopeful or humble, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Teaches me also to A, stay out of uh, alleys and B, uh, <laughs> yeah. baseball players. Yeah. So, yeah. so so now that you just mentioned how oh, it was such a low thing you really don't want anyone to talk about it let's let the world know about it Can let's we? talk about it let's yeah, talk let's, about it yeah also talk about happened? putting the positive spin on it so let's, yeah. Yeah. let's yeah. hear the spin so let's look back and see how shitty it was but then how much of a great you know flowery bouquet it turned out to be yeah yeah <laughs> so uh um, setting age yeah Um, so it's uh 2012 it's september of 2012 i have a tattoo behind my ear and that's when that was the day that i finally faced it that that's where i was gonna take back control of it is that i got this tattoo and it says 912 with the broken baseball bat and it's uh september 2012 is when this happened it happened at the very end of september there's always something weird that happens with me in september and october it's either the worst thing can happen or the best thing in the world happened. Like years, a few years, like two years before that, I had lost one of my best friends of all time. Uh, two years before that, in October. So like things around that time are always weird, right? Mm. And so I'm at this party where over in Bellingham, Washington, and uh, there the keg gets tapped out, and there's like these people at a party, and there was a there was like one guy there that nobody knew, and then he tried to start a fight. And so he got kicked out and then he tried to come back and like, apparently two of my buddies like 
got into a fight with him. Wasn't too crazy of a fight. It was just like, yo, get out of here. Like this, you know, this isn't worth it. Just, just leave. by looking at this guy, was did he look like a troublemaker? Was he a massive? Not sure. I never saw him before any of that. I wasn't a part of anything. Okay. Like I was in a completely different room of the party when all this happened. Everyone just told me this afterwards, like to mm. give me the scenario because there was a detective involved and everything. So I had to hear about all this situation happening. And I was, I didn't even know the guy was even at the party before that type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I barely remember like what they look like. I know what the guy looks like that hit me in the face. But so anyways, the, so he leaves. And then it's time for me to go home. So I'm going home and I'm in this alleyway that's like right behind the house. <clears throat> and I walk up and there's two guys walking in an alleyway. <clears throat> and one You're of my alone friends at this time. Oh, so I'm sense. alone. Okay. I'm alone. I'm alone. But there's a couple people that are up there already. And one of my guys, one of my homies, like pushes this guy and he pushes him like because they're being harassed by these two guys and he was with two females and two females, two women, yeah, uh, two <laughs> women. Yeah. Two women. And, um, he's with them. And so I'm sure he's just like, dude, get out of here. Like, I don't want to put these girls in danger or anything, you know? And so then he walks away, but he, when he pushed the guy, the good, the guy like fell back cause he was really drunk. So the guy fell back onto his ass and then, okay, he, my friend's walking away, doesn't know that he's getting up and about to charge him. So then I run up really quick and I stop one of the guys and I just like put my arm up on him. And then they both stop. Both these guys do. And the one guy looked pissed and he's like, he's like, move. Like, you don't even have, like, you don't, like, you don't need to be here. Like, move. And then I just put my hand down and I was like, hey, guys, let's just, let's talk. It's, it's over. You know, cops are probably coming. They always come to this and I'm just trying to talk down and they were listening to me. We were talking for about two minutes and then the guy that was next to him, I had no idea, but he had a baseball bat behind aluminum baseball bat behind his fucking leg the whole time. And I had no idea. And I guess the guy got to a point where he didn't want to like play nice and be nice and have us all walk our separate ways anymore. So he just goes, boom, uppercuts me. Hits, I didn't even see it coming. Wasn't even yeah. looking at him. And I like, I don't get knocked out. And, but now I'm deaf for two hours, two hours straight. I can't hear anything. All I hear is the loudest ringing in my ears ever. And I look down, I'm wearing a white t-shirt. I'm bleeding all over this white t-shirt. And then I scream out bloody murder. Like I'm going to kill you because like I was pissed like more than anything, but I was in such pain that like the adrenaline didn't even, that didn't even affect me right now, but the blood was what made it real and scary for me. Yeah. So then I just immediately start like freaking out and yelling and I'm looking around and this girl that I've known for only one year at this point runs up and just hugs me and she just holds me and I'm bleeding all over her and I'm bleeding out of my ears too. And um, like I blew out both my eardrums. So I'm bleeding everywhere. I'm bleeding all over her. She's wearing a white shirt too it's weird the things that you remember like in these moments, but I just remember blood was going all over us. And then she's like, I can only see her mouthing. I can't yeah, hear anything. Yeah. So she's mouthing like, let's go like, you know, let's, let's go back. And she took me back to the house and my friend immediately is like, he's like really drunk. And he's like, get in my car. I'm taking you straight to the hospital. Like you're oh, fucking, you're God. fucked. Like, and the only reason why we even went to the hospital was because my chin was split open. My yeah. ears were bleeding, but we were more worried about the chin 
because the blood coming out of my ears was like kind of faint. But I mean, that's what we should have been alarmed about the whole time, you know, like, cause that's bad. Yeah. That's um, not good. And so he takes me to the hospital and there, everyone's asking like, this is when I, my hearing starts to come back and we're at the hospital and they're like, okay, well we need to like, what happened? They stitch me up every single nurse and doctor that was inside the building that was a girl or a woman I hit on and like tried to flirt with them the entire time. Like, (laughs) I don't know why, but I was like in this weird state where I was like, yeah. And then I said this thing, which I'm not proud of, but I was like, keep my face, keep my face pretty. Like, please keep my face pretty. Like, and I was like, do I, and and I think it was like, I needed affirmation that like I could still get a girl because I was like, what if my face is ruined to no return? Like, at that moment, mm. I was worried about it. You know, I was like, you haven't seen yourself yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, okay. And I could barely talk. And it was because my jaw was all the way back here. And oh. so like, and I didn't know because of the swelling and nobody knew. So then Whoa. we got a CAT scan. And there's several fractures inside my head. And what happened was this guy hit me so hard that it all the blow went up into my skull, fractured my skull and released pressure out of my brain and then came back down and just obliterated my face and that's what the blow did and they said that there's like they were like if any way someone would get hit in the face with a baseball bat you got the 0.002 percent chance of having that happen to you like in the best case scenario she's like yeah it's bad but it's not like it's your head isn't caved in and you don't have any brain swelling and you don't have any of this and this. And I was like, she's like, yeah, it's bad, really bad. But like you got the best situation out of it kind of. And so, uh, so that happened. And then all my shit's blown up. I wake up the next day. I, I sit up, my ears just start pouring out blood this time, like a lot of blood. And I like my, it comes back to ringing sound. Then my mom comes in during that. She takes one look, good look at me, starts bawling out her eyes because she had to drive like two hours to get there. And she's Mm -hmm. like, nobody was updating her. And the only update she got was Max is in the hospital overnight uh, for stitches. And she goes, nobody stays overnight for stitches. There's something wrong, wrong. And no one told her yet because everyone was kind of worried. So she showed up to like this fucking gruesome scene. And then I started bawling out crying and I don't usually cry and like, that I was just weeping. Like I didn't know I was in such pain. And then that's when they told me that they've put out like this thing to all the surgeons across the United States, not just our Washington state. And it was like a bunch of these surgeons rejected it and said that they didn't, they were not comfortable doing it because there was such a delicate surgery for up here. If they had to do the ones up here, these are your mandibles and they control, they're like your high cheekbones. They control like your jaw movement and like your jaw, like how you chew and stuff. And if they had to go in and do surgery on that, I could be like 80% chance not have any more feeling in my face, like at all. Like it's a very risky procedure. And my Damn. left one was obliterated completely. And then my le- my right one was just cracked. Like this dude did a number, a number. And then we had to wait a week to get surgery. And I'm like trying to eat and I can't really move my jaw. They do the surgery and after all said and done with all the surgeries, it was $860,000 worth of medical for just to do that. My parents mm-hmm. only had to pay $2,000. The state paid for all of it. 
because it's crime victim unit. So when Obama was yeah. in office, he put in this thing. It was a crime victim unit. And if you're a victim of a crime and they didn't never caught the guy, then the state will pay for all the damages that were done to like help you out. Fuck. Yeah, you will. You want me to shell out a million? Like, no way. Yeah, that's uh, insane. Dude. And they only yeah. had to pay 2000 for the like oxycodone or whatever it was that I was mm. taking that I needed to take because it was so bad. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. why that shit exists. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had about like 20 pills left and I was like, this is I, all I'm doing for like for about four months. All I'm doing is just laying in bed, waking up every day, hoping it's over every day. I hoped it was over. Like not like myself, just everything that had happened. Yeah. And I woke up for the first couple months. I woke up with that dream every single night. I was like, I was tossed into a hell that I was so not prepared for and never knew that something like this existed of being trapped in your mind of an endless loop of a shitty situation that constantly plays over and over. And every time you want to go to sleep to make it go away, it's there waiting for you in your dreams. Scariest, worst thing that can ever happen to your head ever is what that is. It's like, it's indescribable, dude. It's a, you're trapped in a hell and that happened. And I woke up every day for like two months straight with my head jerking up like this, like I could just got hit. It was so terrible, dude. And then I'm wired shut for four months. Sweets announces that they're going to do this Kendama competition for, to become the next pro. We had been filming in a group called Kenman's ever since I started with Kendama and those videos are amazing. And that group was just killer. Every kid needs to be in a Kendama group when they start out with Kendama. It helps you so much. Yeah. Um, We just loved filming together. We had not filmed for a long time for an edit because we all kind of went our separate ways, went to colleges and stuff like that. And so it was just different. And uh, my homie hits me up that used to do all the editing, Parker Strom, original Kenman's member, like that guy was better than me when I was playing and he hit me up and he goes, Hey man, um, I know you're going through a lot right now, but if you ever wanted to go for this, I think that you're the perfect person to go for this and I will like return and like edit your video for you if you want. And I was like, I was like, no way. I was like, should I? And then I went to the toilet Cause I had tried to play Kendama. I played Kendama before the baseball bat hit and that's what we were filming Kenman's with and all that. And then I tried to play Kendama sometimes when I was recovering, but I couldn't. So I had to take like a four month break because the, all the drugs I was taking were like making my balance terrible. I'd stand up and want to throw up. Also, I'm eating my meals through a straw for the first three months. So yeah, you're wired shut, right? my energy, yeah, my energy was low at the end of it. I was down to 118 pounds. You could see Damn. the bones and all like my shoulder, like I'm skinny already. I don't need to be skinnier. Like <laughs> it was like bones, dude, it was the grossest looking I've ever looked and I hated it. And, uh, I went and flushed down all the pills down the toilet. And, um, I was like, you know what? Like f- fuck this. And, uh, that was the day that I decided to take my own life into my own hands and like get it back and like give me something to work towards. So the sweets contest was that. And then I'm like, Oh shit, I made it to round two. Like what do I do now? And then I'm in round two. And so now I got to make another video. And so that was like something that helped me out a lot, like getting through all that. And I was like my last surgery, 
I had just got out of my last surgery before I think I put in round two or something like that. And, um, so I have all the metal outside of my mouth and stuff like that. And then I wake up one morning and I got announced to be pro. And it was like six months after I'd gotten hit in the face of the baseball bat, six Damn. months after I get announced pro. And then after that, I go on a couple trips. I went to Dama fest. Um, and that was amazing. Cause I think that's maybe where I met you first Rod. I think so. I was going to say, yeah. Maybe, but that, and that was the same. I think that was the same night that Yord was doing that super long. <laughs> yeah, thing. we were all fucking yeah. in that, in that yeah. like three story fucking. And then yeah. Royce was there. So I got to meet yeah. him. And so that was like all really positive vibes. Everything was like, I was like, damn, life is sick, actually. Like, I love this. Like, I can't believe this is happening. And then MKO happened a year after my first surgery, like the year anniversary of it. And then I fucking go in there and I win. And I'm like, no way, like no way did this happen. And the whole time I was in that competition, the only thing I looked at was the Dama and me. Like there was nobody else at any moment. There was nobody else. There was no, nothing in my head that was like, you know, distracting me or anything. I was like, I wanted it so bad that it, it just, I only could see the Kendama. I was like blacking out. Like I blacked out through it. I don't remember a lot of the competition because I blacked out like, I was like on my grind and then I won and I was like, damn, this is what life is all about is like low, low points and high points. And like, I'm the one who decided that I'm going to bring my life back to something better. And then it just was happening. Like I was like making it happen. Obviously there's other factors, other people that were helping with it, but it was like the moment without that initial, like I want to change my life without that initial attitude. You wouldn't have even been paying attention to those other. No. Right. And I, I was, I was, dead ass i was like there's like i'm at my lowest point there's no way this can be better like i want i wanted to give up like i just was like i'm just gonna let this like eat me i'm gonna let this eat me up and then i realized that that's where you go you have a choice you're a product of your environment whatever that environment may be maybe you have you know shitty parents and the shitty parents uh will like bring you up and your childhood will be so shitty. You know what I mean? Like, how do you win that back? Well, there's a way. I don't know if the, how, but like for you, for everyone, it's different. You're a product of your environment, though. You can either get sucked into that hellhole and like let yourself just lose and like get soaked into it. Or you can be like, you know what? Screw this. Like, I'm going to rise up and overcome this situation. Like this is me we're talking about. And you got to think about yourself as a fucking warrior. Like you can withstand so much more than you think. And I'm perfect. I'm a perfect example to attest to that. Everyone's got their things. I'm not taking this away from anybody. But what I am Mm -hmm. saying is that, yes, I have been hit in the face with a baseball bat. So I can tell you that you are a warrior and you can withstand a lot more than you think. And like be strong enough to pull yourself out of anything which was what my lesson was to myself, I guess. Like, thank God for that guy for hitting me in the face of the baseball bat. Cause I probably, I wouldn't not be the person I am today. And I yeah. love this person because yeah. of what I've learned from all that, you know? So fuck that guy completely. And I, all I want to do is not <laughs> yeah. kill you. But if you're listening to this, there was a while where all I wanted to do was readmit <laughs> you to the hospital over and over and over and over and over again. But you know, that's another I came over, I overcame that too. I'm okay with him now. He's on my arm, actually. This, like, the sleeve that I have 
here, the Oni mask, like the devil mask that's on here. That's oh, yeah. that guy. Like that's him. And there's a Phoenix that or like rises up above him on my arm. And that Phoenix is my life afterwards. Bas- it, basically the sweets life. And then like, yeah. So I got that Man. as a reminder. I got these tattoos as like a reminder, like, yep, I dealt with that and it's there. It's there for life and I can yeah. never forget it. But that's, a, there's a reason why I don't want to forget this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it man. carves you that's... into who you are, dude. Yeah. Fucking wow. That was heavy. Shit. That was, that was heavy. heavy. <laughs> Welcome to Domino Nerds episode That's 42 big. featuring Norks. <laughs> oh, wow. Yo, I have a good I have a good little segue from this, okay? We're going to get a little lighthearted, a little more lighthearted. Perfect. Here. Yeah, let's laugh <laughs> more. A little bit. <laughs> so, let's laugh we're more. Ta- we're talking about Norks and tattoos. So I'm sure a lot of people know about a couple of your tattoos, one being your Kendama-themed tattoo, the sweets on the turtle shell on your back. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you have a, a shelled back turtle. Yeah. On your back. So did My you know, dude. I have a question for you, Norris. This is something that's old sailor tattoos. Ooh. Meanings. There's a yeah. reason mm-hmm. why there's the shell back turtle. There's a reason why there's the fully furled up like sails. Boat. Okay. There's I like this so far. Stars, all that something. shit. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what the turtle means? The, the whole new, right? The whole new. I mean, you're, you're probably, you, you did it in Hawaii, right? Yeah, I got this done in yeah, Hawaii so, because it was Hawaii was also the reason a part of it too. Yes, I'm not saying that this is the only reason, but <laughs> right, right, right. Again, in old sailor tattoos, if you were like a like on a ship, like as like a worker or whatever, if you had one of those tattoos, what it meant was that you were initiated into King Neptune's court, which means that you have crossed the equator on a on a ship. Ah, oh yes, okay, Neptune. Whoa, equator. so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so yeah. like, you did something that like. Not very, far. yeah, like not very many people have you, done. You cross the equator, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you, depending on where you live, if you live near the equator, it might be easy for you to earn it, right? That's cool because <laughs> right. that's like something that like could symbolize also into like, oh, you've gone like f- far into a realm of life. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, cross the like kind of yeah. Yeah, right. No, I totally. love that. There was a guy from Hawaii who told me that like the reason why I got the Honu is because like. I didn't know it, but I like, I have a guardian angel and it's like the Honu is my guardian angel. And this one's like always watching my back type thing. Mm-hmm. Like he was getting into it and telling me all these things. And like, cause the reason behind that tattoo is me and sweets went out in Maui and we were swimming and they were like, Oh, you know, you may see some turtles, but it's not really like, you know, not too normal to like see a bunch of them. And we were swimming for a long time and we went and like, we found one. And so we followed it for a really long time. And I swam like really. He was probably so yeah. scared. I really, I went, <laughs> yeah, probably. I went, cause I went all the way down. And so this is where the Hawaiian guy said that this is where it gets crazy is that I went all the way down and like, you're not supposed to touch the turtles, you know, obviously I'm down there. I'm like, yeah, I'm go- I want to touch the turtles. Touch the turtles. <laughs> but, but like, but like I didn't. And so the current, and I dived down, and I must have been so far down because what I thought was the surface was so I was so far away from it by the time by the end of this. And I go down there and I used to be a lifeguard, so I'm not like a bad swimmer and I can hold my breath. I just didn't realize how long I was down there. I went all the way down and I'm like getting there and I like put my hand out and I'm like, ah, touch it. Nah, don't touch it. It's like a thing. Don't touch it. It's like, that's bad. Don't do it. <laughs> and I like go all the way down. I'm like really close and I don't touch it. And then I like kind of put my hand back. And then I just like stare at the like beauty of this turtle and this turtle legit turns to its back 
like back is now on the like on the sand type thing. Like he's still swimming and he just we stare at each other for a solid like five seconds. It felt so crazy. I was like, I, I remember going like this in the water and being like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> do I stop? But then like I stopped thinking about everything and we just locked eyes and it was so crazy. And then he just like kind of turns over and just keeps going. And then I'm like, oh, damn, I need air. And I like swim up like really far and I'm like, oh shit, I need air, air. Like uh, I almost breathed in when I wasn't supposed to type thing. Like I was down there and I told this to this guy and he was like, that is so rare. Apparently it's like rare for turtles to go on their backs like that and swim like that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he, like it knew, like it knew that you were there and it knew that like, it was like sending you something like, cause they're, the Honu is like such a huge spiritual thing in Hawaiian culture and this guy was like, that's the one, like, that's your guardian angel type shit. And I was like, whoa, because like, because when I told him about the tattoo on the back and then I got the sweets in the shell because and the homegrown print around it, which is super faded now. But mm. I got all that in there because it was like, that's also a part of me overcoming the baseball bat situation. And like, who knew I'd go to Hawaii? <laughs> and I ended up going like eight times because of sweets. Yeah. So that's like, sick. I love that though. Like the symbolism, like the, mm-hmm. I love all that kind of stuff. Like each tattoo that I have is like a story and it's like a chapter. I'm like, a yeah, boy. yeah, dude, that's what, that's the way it should be. Like yeah. some sort of connection, you know, totally. that's what tattoos are made for. Just like, you know, Rod was saying old fucking sailor tattoos. There there was, there was meaning behind all of them. People weren't just getting them for decorations. Yeah. yeah. And it it's was, funny. Cause like this one on my sleeve is like, it's like, you know, a beautiful, beautiful coming of age tale type thing like it's like good symbolism the the turtle is a good symbolism thing and like um and then and then there's the tattoo on my leg that's <laughs> like probably debatably the funniest and best tattoo that i have which is fuck what taxis is in oh, japanese oh, taxi. oh yeah 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 kusho yeah. <laughs> taxi yeah so taxi and uh yeah that one was a funny one that <laughs> one was like there's no real symbolism behind it it's just yeah fuck taxis dude i just got hit by one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got fucked up by that tax. Dude, man. okay. Yeah. Well, I think we need to segue because this is a this is a Japan story. A lot of people <laughs> who are outside of the uh you know the, the pro realm of Kendama player who weren't weren't wasn't there traveling with you guys mm-hmm. uh, missed there were some Instagram stories I think being thrown around from Zawa or other people who are on the scene. Tell us about how'd you get on these roller skates? Why are you going so fast? <laughs> yeah tell us about this nice taxi man i love that this is just story time with norks about how fucked up he gets injured (laughs) i know i know it's it's, gonna be documenting yeah it's it's funny because like i never wanted these things to happen but now that they have it's like they're 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 crazy stories it's like I I told some of these to some people that know both stories. They're like, bro, like it's, I don't even want to hang out with you. Like (laughs) sometimes because I'm always worried something crazy is going to happen that day or like, but like also I don't know anyone that has like these kinds of stories. So keep telling me more, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah, no. So the taxi story. So first day in Japan, right? First day in Japan yeah. and um, the <laughs> oh, year man. before I climbed a crane and 
I climbed to the very top of a crane of a developed building. Okay, okay, not the animal. Getting, okay, uh, okay, no, yeah, like an actual, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I climbed this crane, right? And me, Willie, and Brandon did it, but nobody went to the top, and I did. And then I took a selfie and I posted it, and uh, Tomotsu was like, "Delete it ASAP!" Like, delete it ASAP. It, I posted it, and it was a selfie at night, me hanging above the streets. Like, if I fell, I was Ooh. dead. But like, dude, you're on those like Russian team. Yeah. Well, because I was like after the after the baseball bat thing happened, I was like in an adrenaline fix where I needed to do things that were like edging, like dangerous situations. So I'd always like hang off of sides of buildings and stuff like that. And like the shoe pictures of like hanging off the roof type thing. You know what I mean? Like I was Mm -hmm. all about that and like standing on the corners of buildings and so Dude. i was just kind of going a little bit reckless again and what then so anyways yeah right <laughs> and so that's the best part hashtag sorry mom was on that photo <laughs> and she saw it and she's like take it down oh my god you're worrying me anyways so that's a different you know we're done with that story it's over but i'm coming back to i'm i need to find my hotel i'm at like two percent battery and i cannot find my airbnb that i scheduled for myself in japan and i'm walking around osaka Guess what I find? The building that I climbed the crane of, and I just <laughs> stare at it for a second. And I go, oh, shit, that's the building. And he was, I was like, damn, that's way taller now. That'd be way scarier. And then I look at it, and like, I go, wait a minute. I know this area. Like, And I looked at the pictures of the place, ended up finding it through memory of last year, all because I saw that crane and was like Whoa. reminiscing. So then I finally <laughs> find it. I plug my phone in. First person to call me is Jake Fisher. He's like, dude, because all my whole sweets team was like in Tokyo still, I think. So oh, I was in okay. Osaka for a night before they'd come over. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, oh, dude, let's meet up. Like, let's drink. Let's go get some food. Let's, you know, let's have a, let's have a fucking Japan night. Just you and me. Cause I love fish. And, um, he's like, okay, cool. Like, here's my address. And I look it up and on the trains, it says 20 minutes, but it looked really close. So I was like, damn perfect time to bust out these brand new rollerblades that i bought from romania because one of the team members from romania his name's papuk he's like really into rollerblading he's sponsored for it and everything does pro videos and stuff he does like he does uh like what is it misty flips and shit over stair sets like yeah he's super good and then i have been rollerblading since i was three and then I quit when I was 13 because I got called gay at the skate park so many times. And it was just not as well as other names. And then I actually got like beat up by these two skateboard kids that were like, they were fucking 12 or they were 14 year old kids smoking cigarettes and just had like nothing going for them. And they beat me up. And then I was like, I'm done rollerblading. So this is my time to bring it back. (laughs) And I was like, and I'm good. I'm like, I'm really good at skating. I might not be good. Like the best trick wise, but dude, I know what I'm doing when I, when it comes to rollerblading, you know? Yeah. And so then I'm like, okay, I'm a skate there and I'm posting all over my story that I'm skating. I'm even doing one eighties <laughs> in the streets of Japan and like, you know, I'm doing one eighties on the sidewalks and shit, like weaving through people going backwards and stuff. And I'm posting all this on my story. And then, uh, I'm, I don't have my fan, my phone in my hand at this point, but I am bringing it out all the time and checking which, where I'm supposed to go route wise. And it takes me to this road that's like definitely only cars are supposed to be like on this road type thing because it was like it was a walking thing. But the anyways, I decided to take the road instead of the sidewalk because the sidewalk was very choppy and the road was super smooth. Yeah. And I'm skating 
and on my playlist, Papa Roach uh, <laughs> comes on. What Papa Roach is it? What Papa Roach is it? Song? The What's last it? resort. No, was last resort. <laughs> last resort comes on. <laughs> And what, it's just dude? like so. Last resort comes on, and yeah. And I, I remember it came fuck. on, and I go, no. I go, oh fuck yeah! I'm about to skate as fast as I fucking can to this song. I'm about to get to. And I looked at the maps, and I go, ooh, Jake Fisher's like uh, five minutes away. Yeah, I'm gonna make this like two minutes. And so <laughs> I'm like going, and then I'm coming up to this street, and my light had just turned like red. It just turned red. And I was like, okay, I do this back at home all the time, skate in the street, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then um, this, the other light, like I'm skating up to it and it's kind of a long, like a little bit of a long time. And I can see both directions, but there's this construction, huge wall in the middle of the street. And to myself, I said, damn, if there's going to be a car, it's going to be behind that wall and um, I am going to get creamed by a car because we're going to, and I, in my head, I'm saying this, like we're going to be both be going enough speed so that I miss him the whole time because of that wall. And then I'm like, as long so as the car, did you, you're just right now, your brain is deciding on to go through the red light. Yeah, my stop. brain. Yeah, my brain has decided. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going so fast. Yeah, you I'm going stop. so okay. fast already. I cannot stop, no matter what. It's either fly through this street and get through, or stop and potentially, like, by the time I slow down and stop, I will be in the middle of the road stopped. Yeah, yeah. Like I had mm. two choices, and so I chose to skate faster. And so I'm booking it. And this then, is your last resort, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and then right there, right behind the wall, just as I had said it, I see this taxi and I say to myself, fuck, but skate as fast as you can and try to beat it. Like try to beat this taxi because it's hitting you no matter what. Can you get past it? And I challenge myself like it's either die or get past it, you know? And so I skate as fast as I can. And in the taxi footage, I'll have to send it to you, uh, MJ, but I have the taxi (laughs) dash cam footage of this and I have slow-mo and regular and regular (laughs) speed, the regular speed. It's so fast. The guy was going like 35 miles an hour or something like that. The regular speed is so fast that you barely see me. And then I'm, and then I'm gone. But what happened was I skated as fast as I could got to the very front edge of the last bit of his car and I jumped and you can see me skating through it. Like, yeah, th- yeah. Like it's so crazy. And then <laughs> you I passed, jumped, you passed. Yeah. yeah as, and as I most jumped. Of the car. Right. I passed most of the car except for the last 10% of that car. And mm. then that right headlight hit me, but where I was looking for taillights, I should have been looking for headlights and where I was looking for headlights, I should have been looking for taillights. And then that's when I was like, Oh, that's going to be this car behind this wall. Dude, I, it was a whole conversation I had right before all that happened. It was crazy. Like and then I jumped. Seconds, yeah. yeah. And then I jumped, get hit, and I, I'm in the air and I go, Yep, you just got fucked again. And uh, like he hit my leg. Both my skates go completely flying. My wallet flies out of my pocket. Yen is everywhere. Like it's everywhere. My everything is everywhere. My <laughs> yeah. phone, my phone was like basically a mile away from where I was. Yeah. Frisbee out of my pocket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, dude, it, I, 
I had a yard sale in the fucking <laughs> in the middle of the street of Japan. And when I got hit, as I'm Big flying question. through the air, I I hear one guy go. Um, I'm gonna try to do this with the microphone as best as I can, but I hear this as I'm flying through the air from this Japanese man. Oh fuck! <laughs> just off to the side, and he just yells it, and that's all I hear in my head because I'm saying the same thing. And then I land, and like one of my skates went into the sidewalk where people were. The other skate was on the other side of the street. Your first, skates flew up. Yeah, first guy on you the scene crazy, is the guy yeah. who hit me. The guy in the taxi cab. And he was picking up all my money, asking me if he was if I was okay. He's like about to cry. He was so scared. And I said, "Is your car okay?" And he like didn't know very well of English. And I was like, "Is your car okay?" He goes, "Yeah, but you." And I was like, "I was like, yeah, I'm fine." I get up, I pick up all my shit, I start walking about a block. Best part, I call Jake Fisher, and I say on face on Facebook video or chat or whatever, and I'm like, "Yo, dude." <laughs> Jake, I just got hit by a car, dude. I need you to come like find me. I can't like get I can't go any further. And he's like, um, he's like, oh yeah, that's cool, dude. Anyways, so remember that blue Gatorade powder idea that I told you about that I was gonna bring and like <laughs> save a bunch of money on Gatorade and drinks so that I could just put it in my water so that I could have this Gatorade. And I'm like on <laughs> I'm walking and I'm starting to like lose it. I'm losing all the adrenaline. Uh, um and uh. he goes, he goes, Yeah, dude, check this out. And he like puts on his suitcase on the video and there's blue Gatorade powder everywhere, all over his clothes. Oh, and I'm just, dude, and I'm I like, and I that. start laughing. Yeah. And I start laughing and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, dude, that's crazy. But you know what? No, like I actually got hit by a car and like, I do need you to like find me because, and then I like collapsed onto the ground in front of a 7-Eleven or, so, or a family mart or some shit. And I was like, you need to like come find me. He goes, Oh, dude, I thought you were just saying that, like, yeah, bro, just got hit by a car, like, blah, blah. I don't even know what I thought. Like, I thought you were just chilling because you're on video chat with me. And I'm like, yeah, no, I think my leg is broken. Like, please. And I had to figure out, I did not use, I don't use Facebook ever. So I did not know how to send him my location and I figured it out. And then he <laughs> ran, like, nonstop as fast as he could to get to me. And then we, we made a plan from there. And I was like, do we need to... We, I was like, as much as I don't want to disappoint Tomotsu and put much more on his plate, like, <laughs> right. I think we fucking need his help, help because yeah. I don't know what's going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I even called my parents. I was like, do I go to the hospital? And my dad's like, uh, well, you just got hit by a fucking car, so probably. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but I was like, I was, I was walking, and he goes, yeah, son, it's called adrenaline. Like, don't be an idiot. Go. Like, anything could be wrong with your leg. And, like, I kept, like, moving my knee and I was like trying to check yeah. it yourself. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, dad, classic like, skater move. When yeah, you fall exactly. Like, exactly. Well, it been... doesn't hurt when I do this. Exactly. So I and okay. I, and I, and I like, I grew up on skating and I grew up <laughs> yeah. on basically like when people say that they grew up on skating, they just mean I've been hurt a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I know how to fall. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know how to like, Oh fuck my knee hurts, but I'm getting up. I'll come back to yeah. the skate park tomorrow. You know, like <laughs> yeah. shit like that. And, uh, but you know we're getting older and our bodies are not as like bouncy. Yeah, yeah. No. It so, happens. But the so then um, <laughs> we go to the hospital. Tomatsu helps me take care of all that and like got put into a cast. I had to be on crutches and then you know going around Miyajima Island on a wheelchair. Yeah. I had a choice though, 
everyone was like, so are you going to go home? And I was like, fuck, no, I'm not going home. I'm on day one of two weeks. Like, of course I'm going to go. And I was like, I'm not missing Japan. Like you want me to go home and just be sad and depressed and not get my Japan experience or like deal with me being, you know, slowing up the group, which is so funny because in Kendama, you hate it when someone slows the group up like that. When you got to get on trains, you got to get to the bus by this. You got to be there by this. We're walking upstairs with our luggages. It's a hellhole of an experience, that part of KWC, you know? Yeah. And then Schedule. I endured all that while with a broken leg. So I'd have, you know, people help me out and brought my yeah, food, like big bags. And you came to the beach. You came to the swimming yeah. beach on Miyajima <laughs> Island. Me and, and that's Rick where I started the whole post, way. Yeah. That's where I started <laughs> posting up pictures of like me in front of situations that would be really fun to go on or like yeah. things like that. So I posted like a picture of me on the beach in my wheelchair looking like this, yeah, like all <laughs> sad and shit. Cause I can't go swimming while everyone Wait, else is swimming. And then did like, I take that picture. I think, yeah, I, I think you picture. did. I think you did. <laughs> I think you were down to push me. You pushed me out to the yeah, beach. Yeah. I pushed you to the, and then the I think I remember sure. being like, okay, like I, I'm, I'm ready to go back now. <laughs> it's like, the, like the, the picture's over. Yeah. And we're like, all right, see you Narcs. And <laughs> like in front of KWC, like the arena, I'm on crutches and my arms are like this, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with all these stairs? That sucked. Having yeah. to walk up and down. Up those, oh, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. There's a really, there's a really good part of this story too. Elevator? Oh, what? <laughs> Dude, there was a, yeah, there was an elevator. There's you, absolutely an elevator. You, yeah, walk you gotta through go the, in instead there. of going upstairs, you go straight. There's a first floor lobby. <laughs> in your face right now, dude, you're so upset. <laughs> There's totally an elevator. Wow, I put myself you through so much. I can't believe trouble. nobody fucking told you about that. That's crazy. I think I may have ridden that once and then just totally forgot that it was even a thing. Just in the KWC God grind. Damn man. it. Yeah, I mean, I competed too. Yeah, you did. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I even said, you know, it's funny about that. I even said if any pro gets lower than me because I'm on a broken leg, like, you're a bitch, dog. <laughs> 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 and it's kind of funny, but, like, <laughs> I think, uh, well, yeah, anyways, TJ was ranked lower than me, even though I had a broken leg, and I did not let him forget about that after that <laughs> yeah. Like, nice. bro, come on now. But um, <laughs> the so the funny part about that, though, is I'm hanging out outside. You know, like we're, you know, in Japan, I'm smoking cigs. Like I'm say la vie, baby, you know, when in Rome, but instead it's like when in Japan and, uh, I'm smoking a cig outside and I'm like, my leg is just out. It's in the brace and everything. And who other than Kazuma Iwata comes up and just, he like walks up. He's like, what the, what the fuck, man? Like, he's like, (laughs) what happened to you? He's like, I saw, but are you okay? And I was like. I'm looking haggard. I'm like, I got a beer next to me. I'm smoking a cig. I'm like, yeah, man, like it sucks. But, (laughs) you know, like I'm here. And he was like about to, uh, I'll show it on the cam. But um, he was about to sell these. Oh, I can't do this. Anyways, whatever. He was about to sell these ones, like this necklace with the little kendama in it. Yeah, they're like maple walnut, like stripe, like laminate thing with the kendama, like engraved in it. And like, like not yeah, engraved, with the, like outgraved. And I don't know so what that's many called. people are right. like, they compliment this. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea how much this means to me because Kazuma and like, I don't think he started selling them yet. And he takes his off of his neck and gives it to me. And I go, bro, 
this is low key, way cooler than even getting a Mugen from you. Like <laughs> I've always thought the only way I don't own an OG Mugen. The only mm. way that I ever will is if it's gifted to me and from someone or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I have totally. Musos and stuff, but now no OG stuff. And that right there was one of those wins after a super shitty situation. There's like Hell these yeah. little things you got to keep your eyes open because they're there. And that mm-hmm. was from, for me, that was like from him, such a legendary thing like that he gave me his and I wear it all the time now. Like Hell it's yeah. just got such positive energy. And I love everything that has positive energy into it after like shitty situations and stuff. <laughs> but, Makes sense. But yeah, that's the taxi story. And then three Man. days later, I went and got a tattoo on my leg that said, fuck taxis. And, in Japan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah in Hiroshima. In Hiroshima. Right? Yeah, yeah. In Hiroshima. And Hiroshima is crazy. Not what you'd expect. Like you're like, Oh damn. Americans like totally screwed that up for a little bit, you know, like dropped a bomb on that place. And it doesn't even really look like a bomb had ever dropped on that place. It's a whole city again. Like it was really shocking to see that. And you, you know, they don't teach you that in like the history books of like what it, what it looks like now type thing, you know? Mm. And, uh, there's, there's it, so it was much really crazy that isn't shown that you know of course every year in japan august 5th when you know the anniversary of when when hiroshima was bombed you know damn all, that's colin sanders birthday you know oh shit all, all the news channels there's like they have the live view of the hiroshima and, and the peace memorial and like little ceremony that happens and stuff and that's like, cool that's this is definitely one thing that like you said, you know, maybe a lot of people outside of Japan don't know about it, but if you're going to yeah. go to KWC, take an extra day out to travel. It's like, what, 30 minutes? I think yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah, it's right there. The it's right next is. to Hatsukaichi. Yeah. yeah. And, and it yeah. is so worth to go see all the, it's sad, 100%. you know, like it's they have fucking real. They have yeah. a memorial thing about all the yeah, children the and all that, that died and stuff. Yeah. And they, they, that puts it into perspective for you. You're like, holy shit. And it's then that, that place was also you know, filled with adversity that they had to overcome. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's like why, you know, getting that tattoo there was important for me too, because I was like, this is one of my things. And like, what better energy than like having a reborn rebirth, you know, type mm-hmm. of energy to go into it again. Like, yeah, type totally. Of thing. And it's funny too, because the lady didn't even want to tattoo it to my leg at all. Uh-huh. Like, she <laughs> no she called her, yeah, she called her boss and her boss comes through and he, do you know the brand Ed Hardy? Yeah. So he used to be an apprentice for Ed Hardy and he brought like Americana style tattooing to Japan and it's his oh, studio, uh, Gak Tattoo, G-A-K Tattoo in Hiroshima. If you ever are in Hiroshima and you need to, I keep saying both versions, uh, <laughs> Hiroshima, <laughs> the Hiroshima. The old <laughs> um, American, yeah. Yeah, but Hiroshima. if you're ever there, go to Gak Tattoo and say that the, kon- the Kendama homies sent you there because that guy had a um Kayaki up in his studio and we went there yeah. just by random and he had a Kayaki in his studio that he got gifted like 15 years ago or some shit um there's like something like it was either that or it was a different kendama but it was a long time ago that he had gotten that as a gift and he's like wow that's crazy that I have two like people that are professional from America here like in my studio now like that's totally random yeah. and uh <laughs> why so did was- the uh the first staff she didn't want to give you the tattoo. She was oh, because my leg was broken. So it was like so on you my got it on that leg. I got it on my broken leg. And I, yeah, I got it like 
right above where I had gotten hit by a car. So there's a yeah, bunch yeah. of shit already around it. There's yeah. like, it was like kind of openly bleeding a little bit on one side. <laughs> so we had to brace it up. So I'm wearing this brace and I gave her like this little window on my yeah. leg to like tattoo with or whatever, you know, like, that's so funny. Or I don't even know if it was that. I think we took it off or something like that. And it wasn't like bleeding, but they were, they were definitely like sores or whatever. From, yeah. They're like, uh, this leg is kind of like jello. It's going to be yeah, hard to work exactly. with. Exactly. <laughs> and it was like the most rejected tattoo I've ever had. Like it, my leg was so swollen that it like pushed a lot of the ink up and it Damn. still looks good, but it's like, it bubbled up way more than any of my other tattoos. But yeah, she was uncomfortable with it because she's like, no, your leg's broken. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this is like fucking badass. So do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, please. And the guy just was like, yeah, do it. He's like, I want. And they they figured out how to. There were so many different ways to say it, too. And I was like, well, what's the right, best right. way? There was like four different ways to say fuck taxis. And this one's like re- translates to like shit taxi. But it right, yeah, means like, yeah, exactly. But it may but it means like bad like it's like oh shit taxi like fuck, fuck yeah, taxis. yeah 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 totally. it's, yeah it's, it's definitely like kind of like fuck the taxis. nuances there yeah yeah, yeah exactly totally. and then it's funny because now everyone's like okay well before we go into the taxi cab like cover that up <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like okay yeah 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 oh man man hard times with norks hard Dude, times with norks the hard night hard. life we're the talking hardest. about some hard times, Norks, <laughs> but you know, there's one hard time that you had at a different KWC that we have yet to talk about. That is oh, maybe no, even I, no. maybe even the hardest no. of your times, man. No, when uh, you met Misato Shimizu for the first time, I think. Do you know who that is, MJ? No. Yeah, she uh, she was she did a trick in the KWC world uh, in the <gasps> trick list okay. one yes, time. I know, and she I know. came to KWC and was like. In not in a bikini, but in like a t-shirt all tied yes. up. So it was oh, like a belly you're shirt. talking about yes. she's oh. like on the stage, <laughs> fucking going like it was basically the like cards. the girl in yeah, the yeah. Ra- in the rings going round like, two, round two, yeah. Round absolute two, like, bird. Yeah, she was an so absolute bird. She was I'm such getting, a babe. Yeah, where I'm getting at was that at the after party the at clip, the socket dude. party, there's a clip on Norx's Instagram that I'm for sure gonna post on. I already saved it. Oh, I'm gonna man. post on Dominus. Yeah, um, of Norx <laughs> thought he was gonna go in there and pull a fast one on old. I uh, was. And so I he was. go. He. So I don't know how you even got her to do this. You got her to kiss yeah. you on the cheek. Yeah, so he was gonna because everybody gonna wanted every yeah, yeah everyone like, he was gonna, like yeah get this on video man I'm gonna get her to kiss <laughs> yeah. me on the cheek and when she goes to kiss me on the cheek I'm gonna turn and just turn kiss her head. on the lips yeah I had uh the Damashi homie uh oh yeah yeah um, taking the Taji. video Taji, yeah right? yeah yeah, yeah oh, okay yeah. okay and yeah and so like in the video he's the thumbnail is just like such a piece of art you have this fucking shit eating grin like you're just about to pull some shyster shit yeah i like she, looked over at her too i'm like yeah yeah okay yeah let's go let's go yeah. let's see this i was like yeah. is everyone ready like, is everyone ready everybody ready yeah <laughs> camera rolling okay. as it's fucking happening <laughs> she like is reaching literally like a fucking millimeter like she'd be touching your fucking mustache oh, hair God. if you had one at the time you know? yeah like, and like you're about to do the turn and the fucking lights go off and they're just like, yeah. okay, the party is over. And you're just like, because <gasps> we no. told her it was going to be a picture. <laughs> no. We told yeah. her it was going to be a picture. So she was like getting into position and I was like, okay, I'm going to let her sit there for like one second. And then I'm just going to turn and just kiss her right on the mouth. And uh, yeah. And then the lights went out. And it's just, it zooms into my face, just like this yes, face. Goes, it just goes, dude. Like, are you serious? Dude, it's are so good. Are you serious? It's so like, good. 
And it was like, all right, party's over. And I was like, no, no, no. Like I almost got the fucking kiss that everybody literally wanted. Everyone wanted it. And I was like, I want it to be me. I want it to be me. Yeah, Rod. Oh, yeah, I think you were good. standing right oh, there watching the whole was, thing live. Yeah. I think I was, dude. That shit was hilarious. Because I mean, you know how the sake parties get. That was after a oh, couple. They get like, wild for sure. Yeah, Max, oh, Max, man. Max, Max, and then I go <laughs> chug some sake, and I'm like, oh, I got the best idea. Oh, that video, dude. I was like scrolling your Instagram and shit, like looking for some shit, to, like old stories, yeah. Whatever, and I just, just happened up. upon that thumbnail, just like going kind of. I re I resurfaced that clip oh like God, a few dude. times. That it's clip such is a, too fucking. It's a good. gold. It's like, it's one of those. You know what? I should put that. I should put that like on a, like on a TikTok or something. Yeah, you because should. it's one of those like circumstantial videos that like you can't ever recreate that moment and it was also genuine that like whoever sees it would be like oh that sucks dude like <laughs> she true. is a babe dude <laughs> oh man <laughs> when the but, parents come home <laughs> from the party yeah actually lights off <laughs> yeah man so like i noticed when i first started talking about a hard time at kwc in japan that you got a little upset for a second there thinking about something and else uh, yeah, so you're thinking about a different story, which uh, I know you're less stoked to talk about, but uh, this is a good one nonetheless. Um, oh man, is this really the it, one? Yeah, this one also involves Willie P. If you if you remember the two of you oh, on, no. on the bus, that is this story. <laughs> when, when we were going to, so everyone knows the KWC. You get oh, on the no. bus, you do the little tour, you got to drive to Hiroshima. Yeah, yeah, the whole. Story. And it's like a six-hour drive. Yeah, it's a long drive from Osaka. And there's yeah. stops along the way, but you know, there's only like four stops or some five <laughs> yeah. stops or something like that. Yeah. So like you know, you're on the bus for like an hour or some every time. A lot of tunnels go through a lot of mountains. <laughs> A lot of tunnels, yep. too so, many uh, tunnels, <laughs> so and many they're really tunnels. long. Yeah, they're really long. Yeah, you're so, going through the mountains. Dude. A lot of people, you know, ha- approach this differently. Some people are like, you know, we're <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. oh, we're <laughs> so hyped. Like, well, or, you know, like some people are like, oh, we're like so tired. Oh, like, we're just gonna yeah. get some sleep, and then right, when we right. get there, we can like have a party or whatever. Norks was uh, the, f- the first group where he was, was fucking, fucking hyped. Party. Him and Willie were fucking yeah. freaking strongs, and they're just like. Why aren't you guys drinking, getting rowdy with us, and having fun? What the fuck? We're in I was Japan. Get, I was getting mad. Well, mad it's, it's funny because it was somebody beaked you. It was like Max. I know. Shut up, man. We're trying to fucking sleep. It's, it's because I picked up. I picked up a whole bag of beer and a six pack of tall uh, strongs. Like yeah, for me and, and Willie. And then and then you started the channel, which for yeah, those in chuggles. layman terms, the chug channel. Oh, yeah, e- either chunnel or chuggle, but yeah, it was like yeah. you know how people before bridges and stuff are like those tunnels. They're like, all right, well, hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, no, me and Willie instead were like, all right, well, you got to chug the whole way through the tunnel, <laughs> yeah. and you were like, the tunnels, tunnels coming, like you got to do it or your mom dies. And, yeah. I was- <laughs> and I kept looking behind me all the time. Everyone got their beers ready. You got your, you, got your, you ready? We're getting to a tunnel. Everyone's literally like, bro, stop. Like, <laughs> stop. Because it's, I think this is after KWC. No, I think this so was on I'm, the way, wasn't it? No, this is mm. after. This, this is like coming back home. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I think it was this trip because I was like that because I had no more responsibilities with sweets like uh, i every year i'm always doing yeah, yeah, all yeah. the social media and like 
helping Coop film things. We're filming for an entire edit during this yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also trying to be like an irresponsible captain that like, you know, can be able to like be a leader of the squad at least like in <laughs> right. some capacity. All the fans yeah. Shit. Yeah. I don't know why anyone trusted me to be that guy, but well, you know, you here I am. Certainly let loose on that. Bus, and buddy. so that, I think that's why is because Undid I was those like, buttons. Undid yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, yeah. I can <laughs> take a break. I was like, I could take a break. This is my off day. So that's why oh, I was dude. getting so, and then, yeah. Um, I seem to remember you clutching uh actually there was one other thing that happened before the bag was uh you uh yep. you had to pee real bad <laughs> yep. real bad and uh this is the year like that yuka was so many. furious with oh, me. yeah yuka was not stoked yeah but uh <laughs> like i said there's only so many stops on the tour so <laughs> yeah. uh so you grabbed a fucking bottle pissed in the bottle no and, you right and, next uh, right next to christian frazier was it Frazier? What, yes, and you were like Frazier sitting Shane, next to me. It, was it Frazier or was it Shane? You're like, put, close the lid for me. I, I, it was like, Frazier. It, it was, was Frazier. Frazier? Oh and Frazier's God. like, no, I don't want to touch that. And then like, I think he ended up helping. And I was so like faded that day that I don't really remember. But then I, th- I remember <laughs> taking this pee bottle that was full, almost to the top, still, you know, warm because I just pissed in it. And I remember like, I was like making a joke that I was going to throw it. And then Sam Cannon was like, don't you, don't you fucking throw that thing. And I <laughs> was like, yeah, and I was just drunk me, which is funny because my Wase says that my drunk personality, um, his name is Mario. <laughs> it's drunk ass Norks. Like just, and he just says, okay, Mario, chill, chill out. Like when Wase's telling you to chill, you really need to chill. But like, For real. Uh, I take the bottle and I go, oh, I'm not going to do it. And I just go, Boom, throw it at Sam Cannon. He like either caught it or like let it go by him. He grabs it, just throws it to the th- front of the bus. Like this piss bottle is being flown everywhere. And, um, but it never exploded, thank God, or else that would have been a whole nother. Level, oh man, that would have been so yeah. bad. And then Yuka was like, she's like, okay, we need to stop, like blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, okay, I'll calm down. And then, you know, all of a sudden rides going too long, drank way too much. And like the first two hours, I think we're not even halfway through and I'm just God. throwing up in oh, a bag dude. next yeah, to Christian oh, yeah. Frazier. No. And then you were, and, and then you're sleeping on the bed. Yeah. And then I woke up the next day. <laughs> and like, Willie P's passed out in this fucking yeah, chair exactly. with his hourglasses on. And yeah. People putting <laughs> Dama stacks in his hands. I still and shit. have those stories. I still, those stories dude, are those really are some funny. Good but, um, you gotta send me those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I'll have to look through my archives for that. But it, it, dude, and that, yeah, the hourglasses was what, that's how I was actually looking like, without them on and stuff but yeah no the she was yuka was furious so i calmed down and i finally woke up like the next day like sober (laughs) and um i woke up and christian looks at me and he goes dude it's one thing to see your penis like in the onsen it's another thing to see it right next to me pissing into a bottle that you just (laughs) ended up throwing on the bus and i was like oh god so yeah, I guess everybody on the Dominer Nerds knows about that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had so to so regain Yuka's trust on that one after that one. She, <laughs> she definitely wasn't a fan of me for a little bit. <laughs> so the whole time it was just you didn't get anybody else to join you and uh Willie in the escapade? No, not really. Not even not like, like that level. No, I not mean, at that level. I, I, I mean, not, dude, I mean, it was to the point where everyone was really tired. Even Rolf rejected my offer. Like, I think Rolf <laughs> was on the bus and 
Rolf was like, dude, no, like I can't. <laughs> He's like, we out here. No, man, I can't do it. <laughs> like, oh, shit. All right, fine. Oh God, my dude, that can only, I can only imagine you. God damn it, dude, that's she was story. not having it, dude. When you first oh, brought up shit. that other story, I go, great. Here it is. Yeah. And then I that's, ruined it. I made yeah. it come up because um, I went, oh, great. I mean, that one was on the list anyway, buddy. It was coming out. Ah, shit, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if not for anyone, then at least for C. Frage. He endured it. He's a good homie. Yeah, he didn't dude. sell you out nothing. He yeah. fucking helped you put the lid on your pee bottle. Yeah, dude. Whatever. And then We're just bros. gave you shit the next day when you were sober. It's like, dude. Yeah, oh, cool. you know when you're but on you a know. different level of bros <laughs> when you like see each other in the onsen and you're like, all right, like, because it's just such a normal thing and you embrace the Japanese culture so much that you're like, yeah, this isn't weird that all my homies from the internet are like in the same room naked. Like, <laughs> it's not weird when you're there. It is for your very first time. You were a part of my very first onsen experience. Yeah, was that? And that I was... tried going in with my boxers with Yumi and Sweets. Oh yeah, remember? yeah, that's right. And I, I start, and I'm that. about to go in with my boxers, and you're like, whoa, 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 Narcy, Narcy, no, 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 like all off. And I was like, wait, what? And I turn around, <laughs> and you guys have towels on, and I was like, wait, so y'all are like naked, naked, on it? <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> well, naked. Yeah, and then like, and then that was my first experience, and I was like, oh, okay, like definitely a little bit weird, but then like right after that, you just you don't give a fuck because like. It's, it's such a weird experience well, I mean, to like be okay with that because there's nothing like that here, mm-hmm. like in the United States or Canada, really, I think. And I mean, look at you now, dude. Now you're on the team of the dick flicking world champions. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on. We're not going to do that story, are we? <laughs> I don't know. Are we? I'll let you tell it. Oh, man. Oh man! Oh man! Such an inappropriate story. It's not that bad. It's pretty. I think it's pretty. Well, it's the dominards. It's the dominards. Oh man! Just throw you under the bus with these two. But oh, it's a good one. Okay, I'll. (laughs) We're talking about a was. I had forgot about this story. You mentioned a was in. It's perfect timing. It's yeah, perfect it's, timing because I'll show you guys something after you tell you're going to tell the story, Rod. Because yeah, okay, you're a judge. Story. Yeah, I was I was the main MC slash judge appointed. Yeah, by you Zala. and Alex Smith. Yeah, and uh, so basically, um, what happened was Zawa made a team and he uh, challenged the Sweets team to the world. Uh, what was the Kintama World Cup? Yeah, Kintama World Cup. Yeah, and Kintama means dick and balls in Japanese. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah, basically well, yeah. it was you go to the onsen and it was a dick flicking contest and it was like four yeah. on four you had to take a dick flick no three on three was it three on three yeah it was it three was, on three yeah, yeah, but yeah, what you're, you're right. missing is the lead up to all of this that there was like a note yes yes this is what and, I was getting at yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> uh, so those are the rules or whatever you had to fucking flick people and anyway so yeah you're right I'm missing the note Zawa sent them a note and was like you have to fucking f- like battle us in the onsen or you'll be pussies for life. Or yeah, something like in, that. In Japan, you will be considered pussies forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. all because like somebody flicked somebody's dick during like the KWC or something. It was either Wase or it was Zawa. And, it was like, probably one of those. And then I think yeah. Sweets got Zawa just randomly. Oh, and like then, over the pants dick flick. Like, yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. And then Zawa took yeah. huge offense to that, even though yeah. he does that kind of stuff all the time. And he's just like, <laughs> No, don't ever try to step to me. Okay, <laughs> like, 
and we had to have somebody that could like read the note because it was all in Japanese. So we were like, what is this? Like, <laughs> it was like slid under the door and everything, I think. Like, yeah. We're like, what is this? And anyways, long story short, what ended, it ended with Owase fucking bringing Zawa down. Because the rules were you had yeah. to take the flick and you weren't allowed to flinch or like show emotion or make or a face. You had to just stand there and fucking take it and not fucking move. And like, you know, the judges, we were like looking for... You know, you make yeah, a movement. You fucking. If I if you look like you hurt, you're hurting. I'm fucking. Did you volunteer to be the judge? No, I got appointed by Zhao. It was I had no choice in the matter. Yeah, and then and the other rule was it had to be clean contact. There's no fucking sack flicking. No, like you know, it has to be full, clean contact. <laughs> keep keep a straight face. Yeah, also the down. the flick too was like you couldn't. You had to like flick. You couldn't oh, like. Right. You couldn't move. Like you couldn't like. Move get a your boost. Arm. Yeah, 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 you couldn't like do like a move your arm flick. Didn't yeah, I mean that story is so inappropriate, but yeah, like <laughs> it's crazy because <laughs> that shit happened. That shit really happened. There was a Dude, bunch of dudes in the team face to face, face to face, standing up in knee high water, knee high freaking water. I'm yeah. telling you, there's it was all out on the table. It was all out in the <laughs> as more as it's ever been. It was already all out in the onsen, but this time it was Holy a little shit. bit more all oh, out. Dude. Yeah, but uh, well, the best though was like the intro, like so, like the glow, glow can team or whatever Zawa team fucking Zawa was in there already. Whatever they're all doing their quiet. Oh thing, yeah, the onset, the, the, and the you speaker. guys had fucking Eye of the Tiger playing on a yeah. goddamn boombox, <laughs> coming wearing the robes, just fucking. That was my idea. And people that didn't know what was going on were like, "What is happening?" And other people just go into the onset. They were like, "Oh, we need to get to the onset. Get to the onset. Get to the onset." I had a headband on and everything, and I was like running through like this, like, (laughs) and I'm like punching the air and shit, and Wasse's getting ready. But yeah, at the end of all of it, there was like a couple rounds, and then it came down to Wasse and Zawa, and Wasse, the Mike Tyson of Kintama, (laughs) like of dick flicking. Oh, I can't believe we're telling this story, but yeah, yeah, and and Wasse takes him out, and the the whole thing. Whoa was that you had to make the losers uh the winner the winners got a consolation prize of t-shirts custom t-shirts made for them and since Zawa lost Zawa made custom t-shirts for uh each one of us so sweets got one i got one and um wasse got, wasse one. got one and they were like really dope shirts i'm gonna bring it over my cat peed on it and so i was <laughs> i was actually gonna wear that this for this but then i smelled it and it smells like cat pee so but i'll grab it real quick because it's like worth showing it's the one with the the funky design like sweets has had like a uh a cupcake on it and like also like with a mouth and also it was like that crazy like monster-ish looking kind of shit i was about to say it's the ones that i designed oh did you design them yes i didn't oh you did these are the ones that i designed because i'm just going back i'm like Oh, oh now I know, that I see I'm that like, one, yeah. So oh, that's dude. why Zawa asked me to make shirts for you. Oh, like, you didn't even know? So no, I didn't know this whole funny story until <laughs> now. And apparently, this says Max, right? But then he yes, said it says, it says something Max. like the devil too, or something. Yeah, the first one, the first kanji is like Akuma, kind of, or the, it's it's more it's more than just Akuma, which is like devil. But yeah, yeah, they all say like yeah. Yours says Max. Uh, but he uses different types of kanji that have different meaning, but you could read it as makusu, right? And then, yeah, wase mm. is wase, and then sweets is, I think, uh, sweets is amayo, 
Like, Amayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like just, sweet, it's like heavy, sweet. heavy with Cappy. That's oh no! Fucking gross. <laughs> hey, dude, Kevin, that's so funny that that came you over. You designed. I, I totally Whoa, forgot about the dude. fact that you designed those. That's great. That's so cool that I said something then, like yeah. about the shirt and brought it yeah. up. That's funny. You had no idea. It's on the red. That's, I remember yeah. Owase talking some shit about he designed a shirt. And it was wait, like wait. him fucking like with his arm and flames like coming down on Zawa, yeah. like or some <laughs> shit like that. And I never got to see any design or anything like that. Oh man! Uh, like, but but it wasn't definitely talked about. It. Yeah. Did you ever see one, Max? What? Or like when Owase was talking about, he made that shirt of him fucking just with the flames, like about to fucking just um, flick the shit out of Zawa. Oh no! I never saw that. Yeah, he was talking about he it though. Did. Yeah, he was talking about it for sure. Wow, that's. Really, really hilarious, honestly. Yeah, man. <laughs> that you ended up being the guy that made those shirts. I love that shirt. I'm like, dude, it's a custom like Japanese shirt for me. Yeah. <laughs> I used to wear it all the time. I've like I wore it in Florida and people are like, What is that? And I'm like, Oh, you no, know, it's just this custom shirt. I'm not gonna tell you the story behind it because you're eight, but yeah. <laughs> and you're well, now if you want right to know, you gotta you. listen right? to Dama Nerds. Yeah, great. Exactly. Sorry to any of the parents. And if you guys think that's weird, during the heat of the moment in Japan, some weird stuff happens. That Dude, is definitely the weirdest. But definitely. I yeah. think, yeah, this is a pretty extreme story for the nerds. We've never talked about dicks before. Only with Norks, I guess. We'd bring out I mean, the dicks. So, when you were flicking stories. the dicks, were you getting like to eye oh, contact? Oh like, my like, god, drop yeah. it! <laughs> 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 it wasn't that bad. It was. It was no. Like, you weren't like you weren't close enough to smell it or anything. It was just no one like, wants to you get know, that close to Zawa's dick. At first, it was just oh like. My God. At first, we all thought it was a joke. At first, we all thought it was a joke, and then on the on uh, Instagram, we were posting up like flicking over damas and like showing our power of our flicking <laughs> abilities <laughs> yeah. and taunting each other. So it's like Zawa's team is doing all this, and then we're doing this, and like. I'm, we're we're like training and we're uh Wase's doing a headstand and he's like yeah flick my flick it and then like I'll post it so Zao gets scared and then like I did that and he's like oh and he's like but I'm good but I'm good and so it's just back and forth like if you weren't there you would never know about this story wow, until yeah. fucking dominards well here you go that's why dominards is dominards and dude that so about- talks to me about this afterwards I'm gonna be so like I'm gonna be like, you know what? You heard all of it. Let's try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All. Yeah, basically, basically, it comes down to yeah. I touched a penis. All right, chill out. <laughs> we all did. That whole game like is from a Japanese comedy. Like that's like it's like a, a normal game you'd see it in variety shows where comedians would like flick or even just friends would flick each other's forehead. It would be a decoping. And you'd flick really? each other's foreheads to be and see whoever doesn't make, you know, if doesn't oh, is the I've winner. seen that game before, actually. Mm-hmm. I've seen that on some videos. So before. that's a common thing, like in Japan. So Zawa Okay, so we just took it a very Zawa route. Zawa yeah. just yeah. Like a different aimed, type of aimed a little lower than yeah. 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 Yeah, no. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what oh, a, what a Max, what a, you, oh, and then it just wow. brings me back to all these these topics, these conversations we had of stories of you going through so much shit. And then I look back at the t-shirt. So I designed, I have a different design that I made before, which was just, uh, it was just a hand coming out of a fucking well. Like, 
Cool. That was just that was what? just like a middle finger coming out of like a dead well, almost like the ring kind of. Yeah, feeling. that could look sick. But then, Matt, <laughs> but then Zaw was like, "No, like I forgot, I forgot how it turned into like a kind of spiderish kind of hand yeah. type thing." But he was also saying like, "Put put a bunch of shit on it, like it's being tortured, right?" So then that's why I added like the pins to it, fucking razor blade. The razor blade, yeah. It's it's very metal. It's very (laughs) like whenever I wear it, people are like, oh, that's a sick shirt. And then they go, oh, damn, there's a Dama on there. That's dope. Yes. (laughs) So the the whole thing, like I'm just going back and thinking about these stories that you're telling us of all the hardships, all the fucking suffering that you've gone through and how that design without me even knowing it is a right. perfect match yeah wow. like there's no bat there's no taxi but still you can see that it's in mm-hmm. pain like the yeah like the it's being dude wow see i'm like i said bro everything Go happens for a reason shirt and wear it again <laughs> i know of course like i was well it's because i don't have a dresser so my clothes are like right underneath the window and it's like the window she likes to sit out of and my oh, cat, shit. I'm not going to lie, but my cat's a little bitch. So, Dude, your cat like, is crazy. My cat is crazy. She broke a TV. She broke a TV. Like, <laughs> who the, Dude, what the? Did, I what, can't, chewing, uh, through, chewing through the cords? No, like. No, she busted. It. She, it fell over. <laughs> like, it, it was on top of, it was on top of this, like, table that was, like, too small for it type thing. But it wasn't, like, too small for it. I mean, like, anyways, the, she got behind the TV and I'm asleep and I can hear her meowing and I wake up and I'm like, well, what are you doing? Like, where are you? And she just like comes up like this over the TV. Her face is just over the TV. And then the TV just starts going and I'm like, no, 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 no. And I run (laughs) to it, try to catch the TV and a part of the TV hits the corner of the table, just breaks completely. Uh, And she just looks at me still on the TV right? Like looks at me and she just like wags her tail like bitch. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> like what? I can't, what do you think I am made of money because of you? Like, no, what do I need to do? Like, what do I need right. to do to get your respect? Kitty? Did yeah, she still really eat your, did she still eat every roll of toilet paper you put on that motherfucker? Or what? Yeah. Yeah. She just rips them to shreds. Yeah. So I have to like, and if I make it so that when she like goes like this, to unroll all the toilet paper, I flipped it the other way, so she gets pissed and she just chews through <laughs> it. Brings the claws out and just <laughs> so she just she just chews she chews right through it, and it takes about like half the roll to get back to like clean. So there's like sometimes when I'm pooping that I'll like <laughs> use the toilet paper, and there's just these gigantic holes in the middle of the toilet paper, so I have to like fold it in a way where it like it's a dangerous works. game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, don't be going like slippy slip. You know, <laughs> if my finger slips, I'm over. That's not going to be fun for oh, me. God. <laughs> I'm over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, no. That's one adversity I can't fucking conquer. Wow, the things we're talking about <laughs> on this dominance. If, you know, the best part is, <laughs> is that I'm not drinking any alcohol for the next 30 days type thing. Like the whole month of September and we're talking about some zany stuff. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Hopefully I thought this was only going to come out. <laughs> I thought things like this were only going to come out if I was drunk or something. <laughs> oh, did, did you miss that I've been sipping on gin and juice this whole time, buddy? <laughs> is that what that is? What's the, what are the things at the bottom? I thought you were what drinking like bubble tea. Oh, blueberries, buddy. Oh, blueberry. It did it look like some bubble blue- tea. Yeah, I got some blueberries that are going bad. So, you know, I was making a little. Dude, MJ's mug is sick. 
Yeah, you like that? Do you fucking yeah, like that copper? Stainless? Yeah. Copper Ooh, on it. That's sick. Keeps the coffee nice and cool. Oh, but, yeah. dude, kitties. Uh, we know you're a cat person. Recently, uh, uh, Wyatt Red Bull kitties trying to, you know, have you and, and his cat fight. But, you know. Oh, were you a part of that live? Cat. Were yeah, you a part he, of that live? <laughs> cat flipping was involved, not uh Bro, I was like, if I ever did that, if I ever did that with my cat, like, I would be, I, my face would be ripped apart. Like, I was like, why does the cat just do this and just go, yep. Yep. Phone for like a 10 out of 10 dismount. The Wait, so you, so you guys had a live video where Wyatt was challenging your Wyatt? cat to a no, cat battle? No, the people in the comments did. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, see. But yeah, cat person, um, um. We know how, yeah, your cat is breaking all your things, chewing through all of your cables. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, I remember seeing those those stories that you posted on, like, Over $200 in MacBook chargers. And that she tried so fun. this microphone. She chewed through She chewed through this shit, too. Like, it's all, like, I you can't really. You need to get really... her some dog toys. Some dog I know. Maybe, you know. I need to get her a dog that'll beat her ass. I was just going to say, or, or a dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say. Put her in her place. <laughs> but then, yeah. Rolls over to Red Bull Kitties. There she is. The Red Bull Kitties. So, you know, there's the Red Bull Bulls. What made you decide to put kitties on there? Are you just such a cat lover? Um, kind of. Like, ew. Her nose was really wet. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why I don't kiss my cat very much. It's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah, you looking kind of fat. Anyways, sometimes I just like to bring her down a notch, like emotionally, because I can't do anything other than that. So sometimes we'll just call her fat, puts her in her like, place for I like, like one K-Tran second. Is in Probably. the background, he's like, "Thanks." Yeah, he said, <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. I just, bar- just barely heard him. Just barely heard him. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Not you, Kevin. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> he's eating chips back there. Yeah. Um, the, uh, no. Uh, the wait. So what did we say? <laughs> Red Bull, oh, Red Bull, Red Bull kitties. kitties. Yeah. Why Red? Why Why so much Red Bull? You know that shit ain't good. Yeah. And why kitties? I know. <laughs> I'm off Red Bull now. Uh, but it's been like four days. So, <laughs> but I'm on the yerba now, which is just as expensive, Eight. if not more expensive, of a habit. But um, probably. You know, so we were though. we were drinking Red Bulls all the time. Like if you watch any kenman's videos it's k-e-n-d-m-o-n-d-s on youtube look them up red bulls are throughout the whole thing and it was like what we drank to like make videos you know while we were hanging out go buy a crispy ice cold red bull chug it lay some bangers it was like that was our thing you know and so i was obsessed with red bull i wanted to be like a red bull you know i wanted to be the red bull guy in kendama type thing and so but what happened was you did it. I think. Yeah. I'm <laughs> definitely known as like at events, kids will come up to me and they'll give me Red Bulls. And yeah, I'm like, Oh Red my Bulls? God. Yeah. I've signed Red Bulls too. Um, it's kind of cool actually, but uh, it's funny because at every event I know that maybe some kid's going to buy me a Red Bull. So sometimes like at towards the end of it, I stopped buying Red Bulls before. Cause I was like, well now I'm going to have one probably cause it ha- started happening so much. And, uh, but the cat, Reason for the Red Bull kitties, I replaced the we we I wanted to do a Red Bull logo. And I was like, how do we do a Red Bull logo without getting in trouble? And or like have lions, like I was like, let's alter it and let's make make it cats, like because yeah. I love cats. And the reason why was because 
that pro model was my first pro model, you know, and it was like really important to me. And so I did the cats because while I was recovering from my jaw injury, I was staying at my friend's house a lot and he had just gotten a, like a kitten. And this kitten was like so drawn to me um, in the very beginning of me staying and hanging out there. And it always like slept with me and stuff like that. And it was like one of those weird, like it's trying to like take care of me, but I didn't realize it type thing. It was like getting me through a slump and it was like bringing in positive vibes. Like whenever I would be alone or like, you know, like, like things are calmed down. We're not, we're not partying. We're not, having fun anymore in the day. Now we're chilling, watching Netflix. Uh, and I'm on the couch and this cat just like brings me smiles basically, you know, mm. it's just like a good little fuzzy bundle. You know, that cat was fucking dope. This one, it's not <laughs> that same thing. This one like stresses me out and like keeps me up at night. I don't even bro. Go back to your mom. My ex-girlfriend gave me that cat. And uh, she was like, yeah, you wanted a cat. so." And I was like, yeah, this is sick. And then once the cat was like starting to be all shitty, I was like, well, now I'm stuck with this for 20 years, probably like, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, I'll figure it out. But, but you know, yeah. I mean, she's going to be here, so I got to live with it. So and she's not that bad all the time, but it's funny. Anyways, <laughs> but the cats is like, that was a part of it. It was like the symbolism behind it. Like the cat helped bring me up into that too, you know, like into a better situation. So I was like, uh, the cat's name was Jasper Martin Luther King Jr. Dolphin. All right. That's what this cat's name was. (laughs) Wow. Jasper Martin Luther King Jr. Dolphin. So it was either called (laughs) Dolphin or Dolph or mostly just Jasper. But yeah, it was, that's the reason why for Red Bull kitties. That's kind of funny though. Like that. Yes. I don't think I've ever explained that. <laughs> so, so both cats are the one cat. It's like the one cat. Yeah. Do you think both bulls are, or no, they're probably two different bulls on Red Bull. Bulls. Yeah. But it took a while to come up with that design and Paulson, Matt Paulson at uh sweets, like came up with that and I saw it. And the first thing I said was, fuck yeah, that's so sick. Like, I have my own <laughs> Red Bull type logo, like, yeah. <laughs> etched in history forever. Yeah. So, our, w- so I remember that set of Kanjamas, all those pro suites, everyone, it was pretty much the same pro clear. Everyone had their own little yeah. stamp totem on the bottom. Mm-hmm. You got to decide what string color and what Tama color, but the Tamas were all that kind of, like, sports car kind of shine. Listen to yeah. It, right? I remember, yeah. right, Rod, you said, you know, when you guys were making the Terra mods, it was like, all right, everyone has the same kind of series. Choose your colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick the yes. good colors. <laughs> yeah. Was it the same with you, Max? Did you have pink lockdown? Or did someone else have a color that you wanted? And you're like, fuck, well, I guess I'll go pink. Yeah, actually, kind of. It kind of was like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so since I'm the freshest pro. Uh, like, I, like talking about swag or... No. <laughs> wow, if I just literally casually toss that since in there. I'm yeah, the freshest, bro. Well, since I'm like the freshest, you know, the best and also like the coolest and probably, you know, blah blah blah. blah. No, that would be hilarious if I would have said that, but no, I meant like freshest as in newest on the sweets team type thing of pros. I let all those guys like I was like I have no place to be trying to call out a color 
like first or anything like that. So when the topic of conversation got brought up, uh, everyone got to choose their colors. And then Willie P chose blue and I just went, fuck. And then, like, Cause that's what I wanted. I wanted some type of blue. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, screw it. I'm just going to do like a lighter blue. And then I was like, nah, dude, that's too close. Don't do that. Like, don't be that guy. And uh, then I was like, I did a lot of research of like, skate decks that I was inspired by and their color choices are so on point of like, if you go and just look at skateboard decks and like, especially girl skateboards and a lot of different stuff, like even um, like DGK does a lot of cool ones and Baker does pretty simple design, but their color schemes are like, they, they just work really well. And so uh, there was this plan B board and I really liked Ryan Sheckler growing up. Like I thought he was really cool. And I thought like his, um, like how he would go so big on all these tricks were so cool. And I was like, I like to go big on tricks too. Like blah, 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 blah. And he had this board on plan B that was like a black board. And it was that Philadelphia love symbol. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Like that yeah. park, love, love park. park. Yeah, yeah. So it's that mm. L O VE, you know, LO is stacked up on top of VE, and it was a blackboard, and it was light blue and pink were the other colors that he chose. And for some reason, that was just such an attractive combo yeah, for nice. me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's so sick. And then I was like, oh, wait, no pro Kendama player has ever dove into, you know, because it's dominated mostly by males. And I was like, this, nobody's dove into pink. Like, yeah, there's been red and stuff like that, but nobody's really dove into pink. So what if I go pink and I wanted more of like a fuchsia E color, like the color of this in the background, I wanted to go more like pink, purpley yeah. red kind of mm -hmm. color. And we got some samples and I was like, no, let's just make it brighter pink. And it, it just gradually got brighter, but I wanted it to have blue sparkle because we had that like chameleon paint. I think we, yeah, that's what yeah, it was yeah. called. Yeah. So yeah. everyone got to have like, you got to like choose kind of how, but, it, but how it reacts with that color may make it look different, but the original. So Cam Herrero has an original. I don't have one in package or anything. And I need one because now I'm going to have all of my pro models in packages. Cam's sending one to me because there's two versions of the Red Bull kitties. There's one with blue sparkle and there's one with gold sparkle. Whoa. And the reason for that is, is that the U.S. government started um, making brand new $100 bills. And the $100 bills that they were making in the Liberty Bell, if you go and look at a brand new $100 bill in the U.S., the Liberty Bell is a chameleon paint. And it's that actual paint. It's that actual paint. And so Sweets <laughs> couldn't buy that paint anymore. Like, they like oh. took over it basically. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, bro, we we ran out. Like we ran, we, you, we got to do a different one for your pro model. And, and that's the, the reason. And that's the reason why the gold one came through. Yeah. Damn. That's kind of crazy. And then I'm like, oh, whoa. So anyone that has like this blue sparkle with the pink ball on the Red Bull Kitties, if you have that, you have an OG of OGs of Red Bull Kitties that I don't even have that I have to have mailed to me. Yeah. You know, like from well, a the US homie. government wants that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Though? I was like, damn, like, well, if you think about it, I was like, damn, I hope the government doesn't come after you thinking that you'll use that for counterfeit stuff because you'll <laughs> melt it. They down. probably have some of the most of that paint, you know, like 
So what yeah. you're saying is the Norks mod is on a hundred dollar bill. Pretty much. Like, <laughs> isn't that crazy? And I was like, damn, that makes it more rare. And so I call you know, that was like the Red Bull kitties. And then if anyone got the second line of it with the gold sparkle, it, I just called it like pink champagne, mm. uh, the pink champagne version. And yeah. I didn't like it as much. It didn't pop as hard. Cause like, dude, pink mm. with that blue sparkle in the sun, bro, it looked right. It just looked so good, and the Damas like weren't the greatest, but um, it's the time, so they were pretty crazy. good. Yeah, and that's also like you guys were saying, like yeah, sometimes you know, you know how it goes. We we're talking about small bevels and shitty Damas back in the past and shit. Like that's <laughs> ex- that explains, yeah, that explains why like you play with the Red Bull Kitties. If you start out today, if you're a kid today, and you start out playing and you play with the Red Bull Kitties, and then. Uh, you play with like my current one, the Norks mod 2020. Now you're going to put down the Red Bull kitties as fast as you possibly can because, <laughs> because of like the evolution of Kendama and how far it's come, you know, like, yeah, yeah man. And it's that's why kids are getting thing. so good so fast. Cause they have like the leg up on all this, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's like actually crazy, but yeah, it's, um, the, but yeah, that's the Red Bull kitties. That blue sparkle, OG, OG, baby. That's the OG. So it's funny because I remember we when I met you guys, uh, Kendama World Cup 2014, the, f- the first one, and right at that, like right before, maybe like a month before too, the first line of Sync Kendamas, which was like his brand that he just started. He had them made by a dude up in northern Japan who makes Kokeshi dolls. And it was his first time ever making like kendamas. It was a whole fucking deal. But you know, we had a, a team of all like the homies. So the paint that Sue got and the place that painted it was a car shop. He had connections there, so they painted with fucking car paint. So it had that yeah. sparkle, like the chameleons did, right? And yeah. we did the same thing. Um, but we had no idea that Sweets was releasing these mods. Oh, we had a set of like I don't know, maybe like. 10 people on the team so kind of big like you guys and everyone had their own color i'm the only one that was like fuck that sparkle shit just give me like a mint ass green and i had two buddies uh peter and adam i don't know if you remember them i know rod i know peter and adam oh yeah Yeah, two canadian buddies and yeah (laughs) adam's color was the same exact shit as seafrage and Peter's was exact the same as you, Norks. Pink, really? And, and we, I've yeah, never pink, seen this. Pink Tama with the sparkles and then a blue string specifically. And wow. It was so hilarious. The whole Sioux Lab crew, we were driving down 10 people in this one car fucking driving. And it had not come out yet, right? Like, And so, so it came out like right before you guys came to KWC. And we saw the announcement and shit. And then we're like, holy fuck. We're like, look. Like you have the same Dama as him, and, and we're just like making jokes the whole time we were driving down to Hiroshima. We're like, you guys <laughs> got a fucking battle! Like, <laughs> yeah, wow, I never knew that. I wonder if I saw any of that. Like, possibly could have been, but the only the biggest difference was like our Tamas were just nice and slick. 
as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So are, so are ours right in the beginning. Yeah, I'm at the beginning, but come on, they, they, they broke in really well. Yeah. I mean, Dude, they that's got what, so sticky. They released, we, we released them like special release in Hawaii. Like, and that was also why I wanted to get that tattoo too, because that's mm-hmm. like well, the first time that people got to have it in their hands. And like, I yeah, got to fully yeah. have mine in my hands and see it and Multiple. in real life with like the package and everything. And I was like, Oh, this is epic. But, um, yeah, the, uh, when we released it in Japan, I was just hyped in the blue string and everything, dude, I had no idea. I wish I could like see, It's fucking. I was hilarious. like trying to look it up. I was like, am I going to look this up? Am I going to find it? But like, that's crazy. <laughs> it's good. That's I'm also sure. a thing too. Yeah. Is when you're designing a pro model, I don't think anybody realizes oh, yeah. how long it takes mm-hmm. to like get it done. I mean, some are quick and, um, a few months of design and then a few months yeah. of testing and then and that, that out, one took a while. That one took a while to make. Yeah. And like at the end of it, if it's like that, you always have a worry that like before you release it, if somebody releases anything that's like close to it or near it, you get, you get so scared that yeah. whole last yeah. couple months where like now it's real. Now it's like getting packaging. Now we're doing this with it. And it's like, if anybody releases anything remotely close to this, I'm going to scream my ass off and cry. <laughs> like, so That's it seems funny. like you went pretty fucking far with this recent one of yeah. having actual like pictures. Is this like a fabric? Oh of, yeah. Of flowers that you had like Yeah. So the uh so this one was a year and a half in the making, right? And there was a lot of other designs that it could have been. I uh I I yeah, uh, is this is this plan? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna plug this yeah I'm I'm gonna plug this to you guys I'll plug what C Fraser's idea was and then I'll send you uh, what could have possibly been I'll send it to you guys in the chat um, so you can look at it as I say oh okay oh dang Um, so this is so and you'll see it and you'll be like you'll be like oh damn a totally different. a totally different way is what you went like and I'll, yeah. I'll explain why okay here i'll message it to you real quick and i missed it i know that um what was it last weekend on the suites online comp you you had a little feature and you talked about more of the reasonings why you picked some of the uh, i guess a little more background story of yeah your drama. i missed it but is there anything that you want to maybe elaborate on yeah, so so I just sent over um, this to you guys, the concepts, like what the concepts were over IG. The top one that looks kind of 70s vibe is the one that C. Fraser came up with. And the other ones Ooh. are designs that could have worked maybe, but maybe not. And uh, the flowers, the picture of the flowers that are in that are from a mother's day at my work and the bouquet of flowers was like insane looking like so insane looking and uh i was like damn i want real i want a picture of real flowers on here and then i wanted that flower at the bottom to go through like natty because i was focused so hard on having a natty so that grain could pop through and i think i've always been attracted to a natty bottom like a split Mm -hmm. with a natty bottom i think they look really sick i had an old i had an old sour mash tama that was like my favorite Tama of all time. And it was like a burgundy going into like gold and it split off and then it was natty at the bottom. And it was just like the sexiest thing ever. But, um, 
So I was pretty dead set on like my design and we figured out like, but it wasn't quite there. There There's something missing. And it was just like, this isn't it like this something about this. I hate, but I love, but I hate it. And then, um, were you going to go with these original, like these graphics or it's like, this was just the idea. And then just an idea. It was just ideas that were Mm -hmm. being put down. So nothing was locked down yet. And then we're talking, uh, the final say of all of this got finalized in March or April of this year. That's how close down to the wire we got. And then we sent it to production, but so the flowers that are on it now, it is a pattern and it's a fabric and it's so I, I was dealing with a lot of stuff going on in January when 2020 hit, this is before COVID and my sister like went through a really big loss and with her boyfriend, RIP to Morgan. And, um, we flew out there ASAP and tried to, we were going to take care of her. And so my mom's not around and I drove my sister cause I wanted to, she lives over on the East coast, uh, Salem, Massachusetts. All right. So we got an Airbnb in Boston to kind of just like take her away. And so she doesn't have to like, you know, see that area all the time and just kind of try to freshen up things. And I was just trying to cheer her up and she had something. My mom went and got her like a chair or something like that and to put in her apartment. And so it only fit, uh, the backseat had to be down. So my mom couldn't come. And it was actually a good thing because just sometimes like, you know, bro insist time, yeah. we had a really good talk in and we were like helping each other out through our issues. But it was, I get into the car and the first song I play is like, get busy by Sean Paul. And she's mm-hmm. like, she's like, that's so weird. Like you have no idea, but like one of the last songs that he played before he passed away, like when we were, went to this party thing, he played this song, like he loved this kind of music. And it was just like the playlist that I had was more like, you know, old, like two thousands hits, like nineties bangers. Yeah. And he was like, that's the shit that he loved. And he like, listened to that all the time. She's like, you guys are so similar and you would have loved each other. And then we get to her apartment. She shows me, you know, the bathroom, the scene of what happened to him and where like she found him and stuff like that. It's a sad story. It's fucked up. But, um, above it, she was like, uh, I, she said that there was an Elvis poster above where he was found. And she's like, it's weird and kind of crazy to say this, but like he would have loved knowing that like, you know, the way that he went was kind of similar ish. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in the um, bathroom where Elvis was found type thing. Like, <laughs> and then underneath an Elvis poster, she's like, it's kind of weird and fucked up and spooky, but like, he probably would have loved that. And then, you know, on this side of the bathroom was this apron hanging up and it was this fabric. It was this print. Yeah. And the original pictures of it, there's a pocket in it, like a stitching of a pocket. And Morocco was like, and I just took a picture and I was like, do you care? Like if I take this picture, like she's like, no. And I was like, I don't know because like, I'm, so attracted to this. And I think that this is just perfect. Like, I think this is like exactly the colors I want in it type thing. Like it just looks really good. So I took the picture, sent it to Morocco and he's like, I need you to try and get a cleaner photo of it. But he responded to me days after we left. So I can't get any clean photo of it. And you know, I'm not going to like ask my sister while she's like in the grieving process, Mm -hmm. like go and take a picture of her apron so that I can have something to work with. So I was like, dude, try to make it work. Like do what you can, but that's, that's it. That's what I want. I want that. And he's like, Mm -hmm. okay. And then he figured out how to make it without the stitching in it type thing. 
if you see the original photo, he picked a very small part. And I think he picked two sections and like put them together or some shit. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that's what it's from. It's from an apron and it's just the, it looks like it's a fabric because it is, it's it is. part yeah, of, yeah. Yeah, that's and it's I a noticed. part of, yeah. And it's a part of her adversity that she had to go through. And like, so it all just wraps in so perfectly and it all came together. So last minute. And, um, so then Maroka sends me the mock photo of it and I go, wow, like that is so like beautiful the way that that looks like perfect. And then he put everything together. He put the never give up in Japanese up on the top. Uh, we needed to put that there. <laughs> Funny thing is I wanted it to say fuck taxis, but sweets was like, <laughs> sweets was like quick. Nope. <laughs> we cannot do that. And I was like, cause nah. yeah, it's definitely going to come over to Japan. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, God, exactly. And I'm like, come <laughs> on, dude, that'd be kind of funny. Though. You should have like hit it somewhere. Like, in the bed, I know, like, or in the, the taxi or something. But then I was like, I don't want, you know, I don't. No, I didn't. totally, I feel you. So, uh, <laughs> but this is what's crazy about it too is like, then I get the, um, I get the actual mock-up, like I, I get the first sample of it ever, and I get it sent to my house. Any pro that has ever designed a pro model knows that this is the, one of the rarest things that'll ever happen. But you get the sample of your pro mod and immediately go back and say send it there's like that's almost impossible the way that we do things at suites like we always change something like you get the sample and you're like oh not quite exactly what i wanted it to be this needs to be changed or this yeah. needs to be changed this was like nope everything's perfect send it right now and it was because like when i got it the flowers there's a pattern on the flowers that like go blue orange pink and that's exactly how this stripe layout is and the stripes wow. are my all my pro mods wrapped together like Red Bull Kitties and the uh, orange and the blue Norks mod. The salmon, yeah. And so mm -hmm. that's why this is like the, you know, Kevin Tran calls it the finale. It's like the finale mod because it's like, this will be my last pro model because after this, you know, it's not like it's been said or anything like that, but I'm probably going to go to Legends after this and then make room for the pro team i'm totally okay with making it's room for the pro team now <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so come on sweets make me a legend <laughs> uh, not yet not yet we got to still write out the last part of my pro hypeness but yeah at, dude it just know, started yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, so yeah, i've, I've been playing sure. yeah i've been playing for nine years this summer and so you know next year i'll be at 10 years and so yeah i mean i've definitely don't need to be a pro anymore type thing. I've lived my whole pro lifestyle and now I can like be a legend and teach other people how to like grind out being pro like the right way where you're like yeah, a good yeah. role model for kids and stuff. And right. you also want to be a good role model for like young adults and stuff. So you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be too cookie cutter because then you're not as relatable because then it's like, you're not as authentic. That's the reason why I'm like kind of reckless. Also just because I'm kind of reckless in general. So <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I've, I've had a lot of so. people. Yeah. I've had a lot of people like in Europe, they say that like, not just me, but like the way that I like do things and stuff like that, that it appeals them more than, you know, what other pros would be like, you know, in the beginning, it's like you, you love Nick Gallagher because of how good he is and everything like that. But then like, you talk to you're him. not you're not going to be like all right if we want to have a crazy ass party let's invite nick gallagher you oh, know yeah. what okay, i mean okay. like yeah not like knocking him or anything i'm just saying no it's know, just like, not part of his personality right and like in that. europe yeah. it's more of an older scene so it's like i appeal more to like those players a little bit because 
not all of them I say, but I've heard it when I was in Amsterdam. They're like, it's cool that you like, you know, kind of party and like bring Kendama to your parties and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, yeah, it needs to be looked at as not just your little brother's favorite toy. It needs to be looked at as like, this is fun for all of us, you know, like, yeah, yeah. no matter what. And we all play with it in a different way. But wanky, yeah, wanky. that's that shit. Like even <laughs> down to that comes like, you know, happy accidents, the way that that worked out and the fabric. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that people really dig that stripe and it, it is something that makes you want to like touch it because you're like, wait, it, is that are those ridges? Like at first yeah. I thought you were going for like an old TV kind of look filter oh okay yeah like some and then staticky. i looked a little closer yeah yeah yeah. and i saw the fabric the weaving of mm. the fabric and i was like oh it's a picture of yeah yeah i, I haven't yeah. seen one in person yet i i ordered one though so she's on the way I'm oh still. my see that's you know what's <laughs> crazy is so many people like johnny thunder cam herrero uh jake weens um yeah. you, you know like i just had all these people are buying them and they're all people that like I love and look to up to as well. And it's like it, the amount of Dama homies in general that have bought this mod is like completely overwhelming as well. Like I got to think shout out to all my inspirations for me being somewhat of an inspiration to them. Like I can't even believe it. Like so much love. So you Rodney as well. Like what the, <laughs> what the hell? Like that's crazy. Gotta get one, man. Gotta get one. That's so cool. Yeah, no, I appreciate <laughs> that. That's what I love about it. You know? And that that's like the whole point of the mod though. It's like, you got to feel that positive energy. There's all those symbols of shitty shit. And it's supposed to remind you of like the shitty shit that's happened to you that you overcame. Like, you know, like when you hold it, you got to just know, like, what did you have to fight through? You know, like, cause this mod is supposed to just bring you positive energy and positive vibes and like make, you know, you lace bangers. Cause it's a good Kendama, but also like, it's like you're doing what you love, which is Kendama and you're getting small wins all the time. And that's like what this is supposed to be about, you know, like, fuck yeah. So I hope that whoever has it in their hands, like feels that same type of love, you know? But yeah, this one was really important to me and I've never been more proud of a pro model like Red Bull Kitties. Yeah, I was proud of Norks mod. Uh, you know, the other one was I was really proud of that one as well. But this mm-hmm. one never been like so stoked on a design. And it's like this goes to the creative limits, you know, like now in Kendama, when you can design yeah. a pro model, you can make like um, fucking why am I blanking on his name? Uh, GT the lemon. Why am I blanking oh, on Kaito. his name? Kaito. Kaito. Yeah. yeah. Kaito's mod. The super sick. Like yeah. the fact that you can customize like a little design of a sticker on the top. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like the design. Yeah. The They've evolution. Game, right? yeah, yeah. The design evolution has gone so far that you, so that you can make things like this possible. You can make things mm. like that possible. You can make super intricate models. And before it was like, okay, well, what colors do we use? Yeah. You know, and how are we going to use it? Do we do a fade to split? Or do you want it to be a stripe? It's like we had limited options, but we thought we were pushing limits, you know? And then Mm -hmm. like now it's like, all right, so you want like a picture of your fucking face on this thing? Like we could do it. (laughs) Like, yeah. So it's cool. The fact is, yeah, evolutionized and everyone's like bringing new concepts to the factory. Then then they try it. And then now that opens up the doors for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Who's using yeah. the same factory because they're like, oh yeah, we can do that. You saw that one we did before. So then we can do this without any hiccups or anything. 
Yeah, I was like very impressed with the possibility that Maroka, like Matt Maroka, he designed this pro model from the sweet shop and he's like the graphic designer there. I was very impressed that we were able to put all of these elements together. And it even comes back to the Norks mod or the Red Bull kitties a little bit because the black shines a little sparkle to it. Yeah, sparkle mm-hmm. shines like a little bit blue, pinkish like vibes as well. And then I didn't want it to be too sparkly, like the like a chrome type. Yeah, like yeah, some yeah. of the sparkles that they have, some of their dom- they look sick. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah, yeah, it looks sick, but I didn't want it to look like you know a copy of that. It's just not what you're going for. Yeah. Right, it wasn't right. what I was going for. And if it was that way, it would have taken away from the rest of it. You know, mm-hmm. like. Totally. So when it showed up to my door and it was a subtle sparkle, I was like, dude, this is it. Like <laughs> unbelievable first T or D. Like, <laughs> let's go. And the fact that there's a taxi on it and a baseball bat was the, the arrow. I, I was dude. gonna I, sorry to cut you off, but the, dude, the just when we we're talking about the black color, the shine of it and stuff. Yeah. Does the taxi that hit you, was it a black taxi? Yeah, or? and it was a black taxi. But I've also, you know how they have that kind of shine to it, right? It kind of looks yeah, like that car yeah. paint. <laughs> it, it was kind of it was kind of like for that as well. But oh, then it was also mind, yeah. it did I did have that in mind, but that was after the fact of me choosing black. But I wanted black because I wanted this to be like I've always wanted to figure out like black Tamas usually suck ass to play with. <laughs> like, but they look so great. Yeah. and like black when just looks playing, yeah. awesome yeah exactly when it's on the shelf it looks dope and it's like oh that's a dope one but then you start playing and you're like well shit like the shadow that's inside the bevel is also black and then like all i see is just this little piece of the bevel flying around and that's not helping me you know <laughs> um so i was like how do i have like a black dama but like make it trackable and like really dope looking at the same time and so whenever mm-hmm. I plan pro models now, at least like with the last one, we focus like, or at least like whoever's b- designing it, you should be focusing on a little bit of the trackability as well. Cause you don't want it to just look badass. I made this so that you can also have something like to track and very, be very playable because the more playability Adama has it, more fun you can have with it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that was also taken into account but it all just came together and worked out really perfectly actually. Yeah, it did. And it was good that, you know, sweets opened it up. Cause like, you know, we're saying these past two mods, they were like sets of pro mods when they came out, everyone yeah. had the same kind of theme, but it's just yeah. like change your color away a little bit. But right. And this, now everyone has more freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really awesome that you guys get to do that. Cause it's even more, Personal. More personal. Yeah. Way, Cooper like, was <laughs> Cooper was really excited about that because when he got his first mod, it was the last ones, right? Like that's his first mod. Yes. And yeah. he was more like, dang, like, do we have to do a set? Like, you know, like not like it's a bad thing, but it's like, do we all have to have some shared theme or right. something? Mm-hmm. Like, and his whole idea was he wants something that's like his and only his. And, you know, and so his freedom he got to show that in this new one. His is dope. Like Hell we yeah. almost went with the pink stripe on mine. We almost did that glow in the dark, uh, UV yeah. thing as well. Oh. But I was like, no, because then that's just going to be something that's more, you know, like it was Coop's idea. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't want to steal your idea, but it's so sick that that can do that. And then I was like, if you're only going to do it on one stripe, like just don't do it at all. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's not what the Dama's about anyways, you know, like his has a totally. very big appeal with that. Yeah. 
and it looks super dope and the design but if you could only see one little pink ring it's like almost not worth doing that, was kind of, that would kind of be a nice little throw to like you know you and coop doing the sweets life vlogs because that was something that a lot of people enjoyed you know yeah no it went i agree it would i was like i was so down to do it but then i was i thought about it and i was like no like it i would want it to be in more of just then that stripe you know but i was like can we do pink that glows in the dark that'd be sick yeah, but, yeah. i mean i don't know maybe coops got something up his sleeve if he gets another one maybe he'll do a different colored glow in the dark thing i don't know but uh, yeah who knows this one i was like uh yeah let's just keep it like let's not do let's not go too crazy you know let's not there's a lot of elements in this one already you know like yeah and totally. it somehow it somehow works like mm -hmm. you saw the other mock-ups that was mm -hmm. very busy very yeah, busy yeah. like you know if it was that it would have been almost too much going on still looked pretty cool but yeah would have been a lot going on you know right right mm -hmm. you'd have to do a lot of testing a lot of yeah uh, sending it back be like ah maybe maybe yes maybe no Dude, exactly. we've been on the grind for a fucking while. I, I, I forgot <laughs> to hit my timer to see when we started. Oh, yeah. It's like a fucking almost. It's been a minute. Past two? It has been a minute. I'm like, I'm posting you guys right now, actually. Just so we're going in. So there was there was so much shit that I didn't even fucking talk about. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's go. Let's go my for Lord. it. Let's let's try to like uh, speed round this. What's up with yeah. uh, I, people? You know, they know you as a fashionable guy. You get laid like the torn <laughs> jeans, jumping on like you know, getting new sponsors. You got the rage quit on rage there, quit. you know. You got multiple hats, you know, like jackets. What? But some people will give you a little, a little uh, smack talk about the ears in the cap. So yeah. is there a reason why you like to tuck your ears? You feel like they're <laughs> big. Such a bitch. You want to <laughs> What the fuck is this podcast, dude? Fuck this podcast, dude. I just, nerds, dude. I, holy shit! I'm authentically asking because I I'm not a hat guy at all. What's, I would assume that you would want to have them out so you get full, you know, yeah, full, full hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the funny thing about that is that, <laughs> like, win, you know, yeah, right. When you're so, to Papa Roach going down the street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes me a lot faster. That's what it is. No, it's um it's, <laughs> most of the time I'll be wearing a hat that just like it like I like to fully wear my hats. Like Kendama Goat has this thing where he jokes about like people wearing their hat backwards, but it's barely on their head. I mean, like dude, the, yeah, yeah, go look at any Literally. of like go look at Liam's clips. Like Liam wears <laughs> this hat like that, but it, yeah. it works, like it works for him. I think it like looks silly. And so I wear my hats all the way and then I don't have like a choice okay. on some of the hats that I like wear because of like the homegrown five panel hat or like the sweets. Some of the sweets hats are they're like, I don't know if my head is like small or what, but it's like, it'll come down that far, you know, to where it's mm -hmm. like perfect to just tuck my ears into there. And so like, and if I, and yeah, sometimes by the end of the day, it hurts. Like, but it's also because I'm super self-conscious about my ears and that they stick out and I hate it so that they already stick out kind of like Dumbo-y. And so uh, when I wear hats and I wear them low enough, it makes them stick out more. So then it just makes me look like a little goofy kid and I'm fucking 28 years old. I don't need to be looking like that anymore. So I like try to hide them. But then everyone's like, dude, 
it looks weird, bro. Win. Yeah, they're like, it looks weird. They got these little triangles sticking out of your ears. It looks yeah. funny. And I'm like, damn, well, other people did it. And then like it became a thing where people and even at parties, like people that don't play Dom are like, dude, why do you why do you put your ears in there? Wow. Just leave them out. <laughs> and now you. now I don't ever have my ears inside of my hats or anything like that because your boy got some. Your boy got some flared out wings with the hair, okay, so it covers okay, up yeah. the ears. So I'm not self conscious <laughs> about them anymore. So, I mean, that's everyone's got their thing, right? And like, man, that's funny. I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, since I shaved my head, I've been wearing hats more, and like a lot of my hats, like my catch and flow hats and shit like that, that oh, I normally probably wear, huge. they're massive. Yeah. So I, if I don't tuck my ears in them, like my ears don't go in them, then it sits like on my, like on the back of my ears, right. and it actually like hurts. After yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, and like, they got to like, go in the hat. So for you, so for you, when you just did that and you tucked your ears in, it mm-hmm. still looks normal because your ears are, you know, uh, not <laughs> sticking out. So it looks, it just like looks flush for you. Yeah. But for me, it like makes them stick out in a weirder way than they already yeah, do stick out. The bottom lobes pop out. A yeah. Little bit, yeah. And like, you know, I love mama norks and everything like, I got nothing but mad love for my mom, but also like Loki, screw you, mom. Like <laughs> in first the grade, what? yeah. So in first grade, she had a procedure done that made her ears go pin back. She got an ears pin back surgery. And then when I'm born, I'm not born with that surgery. I'm born with the ears gotcha. that she was given. And wow. I'm like, well, fuck. Like, <laughs> and then whenever I bring it up, she's like, okay, well, do you have $5,000 to go do it? And I'm like, well, no, but I mean, you had it done. So why'd you leave me with these freaking honkers? <laughs> like you look at little, oh my God, you look at pictures of me as a little kid. I wonder yeah. if I can. Uh, there's this. one on your Instagram. I screenshotted earlier. It's a good one. <laughs> Is it? Shot it saved. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look. So I have this picture just on deck inside my desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge i know <laughs> oh nice that's a Wait, good picture let me get the knot look at that ear look at that ear look at how much that sticks out <laughs> it, it was cute it was cute when i was younger now i'm sick of it sick of it <laughs> hide them hide them forever oh, man. that's why i'm not getting my hair cut for a really long time hey well, when norks yeah. had long hair yeah dude i was a, i was a stunner you know and i cut <laughs> it all off and then i was like damn it these ears are still here <laughs> forgot about them forgot chicks. about you yeah exactly yeah oh fuck okay 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 good so question there's good still, question. <laughs> we weren't really we we're going deep into your whole personality norks learning about different <laughs> traits feature, facial features and shit fun fact people think i'm like a douchebag and there's oh. and they don't like me and then they'll meet me and they're and this this statement always gets said wow, you know, you're a lot more different than I thought you were just from, you know, first meeting you or whatever. And I think it just might be my energy might make it seem like people No, anybody it's just in general, like other people too. And they're like, yeah, you like, you just the way they, I don't know what it is, the way I carry myself. Maybe I do seem like a douchebag, but I did that thing where people are like, yeah, I thought like, I thought something completely different about you until I met you. I'm like, huh. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but like, yeah, bro, there's some substance in here. That, like, <laughs> I'm not just a dick or anything. I don't know where that's coming from, but I mean, maybe, I don't know. That is a weird thing that I've been told though. Huh. Interesting. I never felt that mm-hmm. kind of vibe, but hey. 
<laughs> That's good. Right? Yeah. The, <laughs> but yeah, so there's still there's still a lot of stuff that we wanted to get through. Um, there was a, a, a nice in early stages, early episodes of Dama Nerds, I stumbled upon a website called Damapedia. And <laughs> for some reason, miraculously, like I found it in one episode and like a week later it was gone. So really, yeah. So mm-hmm. luckily one of the homies uh, went back and fucking did a little hacking or I don't know what, got some screenshots of that dead site. And the site just had, you know, it was Wikipedia, but for Kendama. So it had a lot of different pro people and uh, companies, a little bio about them. And one of them that was saved was of yours truly, Maximilian Norcross. Oh, no. <laughs> so let's I'm like, go back. I'm like scattering. I'm looking for it right now. I'm like, dude, oh, Domopedia.org no, is gone. done. It's not it's on gone. the internet anymore. This dude. site can't be reached. I have the last screenshots. I have to fucking figure has out. An ins- it has a, it has followers gotta, on an Instagram page. March, you gotta go into the internet time machine. March 31st, 2014. Max Norcross sponsor, Sweets Kendama Pro. Let's go through these and see if they're still, they still hold water to nowadays. Hometown, Seattle, Washington. Is that true? Were you lying back then? Yes. Okay. Hometown we, is actually Edmonds, Washington, but hey, nobody knows where that is, and Seattle sounds so, cooler. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start playing Kendama? Summer of 2011. Yes, true. true. It was like May, June time. How did you get into Kendama? You said one of my best friends Gus also Carstens. happened to be a pro for Kendamaco. Yep, Gus Carstens. He was chilling yeah. with me and a few buddies filming for his edit three. He handed us all different damas to play around with from that day forward. It just kind of stuck with me. And I ordered my Sky Blue Azor the next day. Yeah. You still uh, have that Sky Blue? Nope. It got stolen at a party. I drew a mustache on it and everybody at this party wanted to play with it. And it got stolen by this one guy who claims that he never took it and all this stuff. But it was a party that my friend had and I spit, I spit, stayed the night at that house and when i woke up it was gone so somebody took it that's out there in the world i bought it from kandamico though and i was like what is this sketchy ass site i don't trust this and (laughs) gus was like no dude just trust me and i'm like oh okay and i get it and there's like a bunch yeah i get it and there's a bunch of candy inside and i'm like i'm like yeah oh this is not sketchy i guess (laughs) i guess they gave me candy it must be okay food from snack yeah candy from strangers here we go favorite (laughs) favorite kandama colors any color where I can see the wood grain through it. Technically not a color, dude, but also the color color of my pro model. Yeah. 2014. So there you go. The pink, the pink, but that is kind of true. See what I'm saying about the natty. I wanted the natty. I am attracted attracted to the grain. The grain is something that just gets me, you know, (laughs) rock card, fully torqued. Here we go. Favorite, favorite Uh, tricks. Oh, Oh. <laughs> you say I'm a fan of the no lookers behind the backs and yeah. Ken flips. Definitely in this last, you know, your, your pro mod edit, you do a bunch of behind the backs kind of, you know, the Turner esque. Yeah. Things. Yeah. The over the shoulders and like, yeah, I did. I like, I like those Penguin. tricks. I like the no lookers. No lookers are just impressive, um, but they feel really good when you get them. And that, that applied to the UFO behind the back trick that I did. And that was like a super banger back then. Like when I had that, that was like the most, like my most talked about trick 
uh, like it was the shit that everyone mm-hmm. said, Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like I liked those. They're super appealing to watch. That's why. Cause yeah. it's almost like a guessing game. Like, yeah. And, but they look super cool and just like no look trick shots in basketball. Those always look the coolest too. You know, <laughs> there we go. Your favorite Kendama to play my pro model. A blonde shin. What a narcissistic ass comment. My <laughs> pro model. <laughs> the the blonde shin Fuji and a sour mash wine split with a white to gold fade. Bro, that's oh. the Dama that I was talking about before. before the sour yeah. mash one. The sour mash. Yeah. yeah, I have to try and find a picture of that. I'll try to send it to you. Yeah. But um it's in my Instagram somewhere deep, but the dude, like I'm saying that. I like we uh, we oh we actually made a prototype that was based off of that kind of design. Cause I was like, can we recreate this somehow? And sweets made that type of mock-up. And then we made the pro models after that. It was based oh. off of that design. I played with it in Japan. I competed with it in Japan, actually. Um, and then we went on to making pro models based Whoa. off of that design that like faded split. But I love that sour mash Dama so much that that's how it happened. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Number of kendamas that you own, less than 20. I've only re- recently been able to keep track of my collection. Usually Damn. I lose them while traveling or they or they get stolen. <laughs> Damn, less than 20. And now, what do we have? Now, I have more than uh, I have a whole I have two huge boxes of storage in my parents' house and I have like two giant boxes inside this apartment right here. <laughs> Don't like I, I brought all the legendary ones like this one. That's what I brought this one out for signed by legendary skateboarder, Chris Cole yeah. at an autograph signing. And he put, pu- he pulled me aside for 15 minutes just to talk about how crazy Dama is and how it oh, reminds him, how it reminds him of the first beginning stages of skateboarding where everybody in this town will know what it is. And then you'll go one town over and everyone will be like, what is that? What is that? What is that? And he said yeah. it's because his son plays Kandama, so he totally gets it. Ah. And then we have like stunners like this, like the my MKO prize possession yes. um, that I won, but I got a year later because Grip was just like on some other stuff. But a year after I won, I finally got it, and he made me another one just as like a sorry. And um, oh, yeah. so yeah, no, like the the bangers of the collection are here. Even my Tama that I got from Kazuma. That one crazy Tama. Yes. Oh, the, I have the that one. It, yeah. it was like giving it to like 73 outsider Kendama players. The first, was that the first year? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy, crazy Tama to get. So there you go. You oh, got yeah. a lot boxes full. Like over That's 200 now. Over 200. <laughs> but I mostly give them out. Like when I'm at an event, I'll just give away Tama's like their candy at, with to kids. It's yeah. funny because sometimes Sweets is like, bro. Because like I'll walk over to the booth and I'll be like, oh, like here you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just like give one out to a kid or something. And Sweet's like, dude, like let him buy them first, like real quick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. But he's like, he gets, he gets it. He knows. He does the same thing sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you, go. you gotta. Yeah, you have to. Next <laughs> question: How do you spend your time when you're not playing Kendama? And you said. Hanging Which, out with friends. Can you let's yeah, so can you guess what you said? Hanging out with friends? Yeah, so hanging out with friends. Uh what else does it say? Probably drinking Red Bulls. Probably drinking Red Bulls, yeah. Um play what does it say not playing Kendama? Yes, it's, we're not so playing Kendama. Was it skating is probably in there, snowboarding's probably in there. 
All right. Um, smoking weed's definitely not in there. <laughs> um, so you say I spend most of my time working, <laughs> working, dude. Besides, oh, that, fuck, I, love, I do. I love traveling, but that's usually to Kendama events. Period. It's always good to get in some hangouts with the homies as well. So they go hanging out with friends mm-hmm. during the summer. We hit the cliffs and just kick it outside in the sun. True. True. During the winter, <laughs> I spend a lot of time inside because of the weather. Very true. Very true. Also, that's funny. Wow, that's like kind of all that I do now. Yeah, but dude, I'm a I'm a workhorse. When I when I have a job and when I'm working, I'm so like, I work hard, dude. I like, I take that as like a pride thing. Like, you don't want to be the guy that's slacking at work. Like, obviously, everyone has their days where they slack. But yeah, dude, working working sucks, dude. But like, if you're there, do a good job. You know, make sure make sure you're an asset. You know. But Not yeah, the job ass. that I currently have sucks. So, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, but when I was working full time for sweets, that was, that was fun. It just wasn't, I could not get paid enough to like be doing that and spending my money while I was traveling and stuff like that. Like, yeah. cause I was full time traveling. That's, and, and you're paying rent yeah. at home yeah. as well. And that was really hard for me. So I couldn't be working for them anymore because that balance was way too hard. Like I shouldn't have even rented out any apartment during that time or mm-hmm. anything because I would be at home for, for like two years straight. I right, would be at right. home longest amount of time was 10 days. I was literally living the Kendama dream. Yeah. I was going different place to different place, different place, different place over and over. And I got so excited that I would always be leaving home. Like I, I almost did not like coming back home, you know, <laughs> but then now that I'm home more, I have more like stability and like I actually have friends that I can see consistently rather than going to a place and being like, is this the last time I'm going to see this person for like a super long time? If ever, you know, like, like Israel, am I, Mm. am I ever going back to Israel on my own time? I don't know. I would love to, but like, you know, those homies over there, those are some of the greatest people I've ever met. And, uh, you know, Kendama ISR homies. And I don't know if I'm ever going to see them ever again. It's, it's crazy shit like that, you know, like, mm. and I started realizing that towards the end of my travels and I was like, damn, I really got to soak up these moments because I'm probably going to be home, but there's good things and bad things about, you know, traveling. It's, it has its own ups and downs, but yeah. I don't think people really get that. Cause they, all I was trying to show was like the dream life of like, yeah, it's, it's glamorous. What, right? Yeah. What you can have if you're like a Kendama pro and stuff like that. And when reality, it's like, I was facing issues all the time, even during that. So mm-hmm. you come home and it's like, you think you're going to be able to hold down a girlfriend or anything during this time? Hell no. You think it <laughs> like your friends when you are home and you, then you see all your friends at a party and you're like, bro, where was the invite? Like I, I'm only home for like three days and it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know when you're home or not. So don't get offended that I didn't invite you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, totally. It's like nobody knows when I was ever home. So that mm-hmm. part of it kind of sucked, but you know, interesting. You but yeah, it is. It is. But like how you uh, open that up for everyone to see you. You have your vlog, you know, on your YouTube channel. So everyone can watch you. Yeah. Some more adventures. raw, unfiltered partying with all the Kendama pros. Yeah. 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 To see the, yeah. the meet, meet the Mario of Norks. Yeah. yeah, meet Mario. 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 Yeah, my <laughs> that guy shows up too many times. So um, that's <laughs> that's actually like I, I'm trying to change my ways. Actually, of at least on the video game, like 
yeah, I want to make fun, interesting videos and vlogs and stuff, but I just don't want to be like getting as wasted on camera. And like, it's just, it's just like, you, you know what it looks like, you know, you mm-hmm. know how it goes. You know what I mean? There's more value that can come like this. This is a lot more valuable content. Like I'm talking about things that are like this, like super valuable things where you watch and you're like, Oh, it wasn't just him getting drunk golfing or getting yeah. drunk at a party where Dama homies are at. And there was yeah, two Kendamatrix yeah. in the whole thing, you know, like I'm trying <laughs> to go for more of like, you know, less look at me, look at me partying and yeah. be like more, you know, more valuable content is what I'm having, to- having the balance is good. Like just recently, I sadly, I was telling Rod, I've been busy at the house or every time I, I see, yo, Norks edit while going through like Instagram, I'm like, I'm going to only have like a minute to watch it now. I want to fucking sit down and take it all in. So yeah. I just watched it right before we started this talk. Oh, sick. And- I was like huge question mark about the whole intro. I'm like, I I, I want to see more backstory. I want a, a, a like a a, a seat, not season two. I want a sequel to that shit. Yeah. That so we have thing. we have and, this idea about it. Oh, well, continue, continue, continue. And then I was just gonna say the rest of the edit. I was pleasantly surprised to see how much of just how how little you were in it. Maybe I should say because yeah you featured so many of your friends. It was just like, it wasn't like a pro release, like Dama video. It was just like, Hey, Norks. The vibes. And his, and his buddies, <laughs> the vibes. Yeah. yeah the yeah. So vibes. It I was really taking like, it back. Yeah. Hats off to you for, for really. I appreciate that. Yeah. Different people yeah. in your life and the, the community. Yeah. Whoever was around during like filming, I was like, all right, I like, it's no question. Try to get a clip, dude. Get Try to just like right, get a, like, get a clip with my mod. And then I was like, Nick, yeah. Zach, like get clips, dude. I wanted yeah. Bryson to get a clip. Uh, I don't think he could get one in time. Cause yeah. it, like I said, all, everything was pretty last minute, but I was mm-hmm. like, yo, get clips. Like let's, let's do this. Let's get clips. And, uh, it was cool to feature all the homies in that. Cause it did take it back to like it. Like I said, type in Kenton's yeah. and you will see where I started and why I rose up so fast because we did that all the time. We hung out when we would hang out, we would play Dama. And we would drink Red Bulls and we'd hang out and we'd film it. And that's like, that's so important for people to know, like that you got to have like a crew around you. It's so much easier to play Kendama when you have homies that are like, you know, yeah, yeah, where you're like, and so I wanted that vibe for this as well. And uh, I didn't want it to just be all about me. And like, you know, cause like I didn't do this by myself. I am not here by myself. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the guy that's in the light, you know, in the spotlight because it's my pro model, but like everyone else that was key players, everyone was key players in it. You know what I mean? So I wanted them to be a part of it too. Right. So it's like, I'm glad the, that you saw that in it. The, yeah, yeah. Like it, it goes with like the mod is not featuring yeah. you. It's featuring things that happened to you. You know, you didn't make these things happen. Things happened to you. Yeah. And yeah, really exactly. That's you know what's you know what's funny. Someone told me, uh, RK from Kendamacare, she said, How do you want to look at life? Do you want to look at life like things are happening to you Mm. or things are happening for you? Yeah, and I was like, Whoa! So when you just said that, I was like, Damn, took me back to that quote, and it's like, Did it happen to me? Like, oh man, this is happening to me again, or like, blah blah blah, or is it happening for me? How you look (laughs) at it, then like where do I learn from this? You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. I don't know. Yeah. And then you have that huge fucking 
almost like an epilogue at the outro, uh, all the credits. I thought that, yeah, I thought that was important to yeah. add. You know, I, I was I, like, okay. Could have maybe scrolled a little slower. Maybe I'm just slow at reading. <laughs> yeah. Stopped, you know? Yeah. It makes you pause for sure. It makes you yeah. pause for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that was really important to like put that in there. And like, like I said, I was pretty sensitive about telling that story just in general um, yeah. before. Uh, but now like I just embrace it. And like the only other place I ever even told it was on the no jumper podcast with Adam 22. And he brought me Coop and Reed Stark on like Mm -hmm. that was a really crazy time. And in Kandama history where like I went and took a package to his store and like there was a worker there um, and he was like, sending videos of me playing and then sent a picture to Adam <laughs> that I brought this package. And then all of a sudden, yeah, now we're talking to Adam. Now we're going and visiting Adam. Now I'm hanging out with Adam and doing all this stuff. And he really like, he made me feel a lot more comfortable about talking about that kind of thing. And so yeah. that was like kind of the first place that I put that story. But yeah, like I, I wasn't comfortable with talking about it. And then I just was like, you know what? I think that, it's more important for me to be like a driving voice and like a, not like a take this as a leader role, but like I have people who DM me. I I'm really bad about my DMS just in general. I'm really bad about texting. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really bad about texting. Like I have right now, like my DMS because of the pro model is, Oh my God. I can't even, there's no way there's no way. (laughs) Um, but like, which is awesome. And I love that. But like right now, if I look at my text thing, 374 unread texts oh, right Jesus. now. And that, and so I'm bad about that, but sometimes I'll see one <laughs> in the mix and it'll be like, Hey man, like blah, blah, blah. You really inspire me to play. And I just want you to know that like, I'm, you know, I th- was struggling and like, I heard this and this, or like I saw this video and it made me like kind of think and blah, 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 blah. And there's been so many different cases of different things. And then now that I'm like a little bit more real on my Instagram about like what, what I go through and things like that, there's more people like coming and reaching out to me saying that like, I needed to hear this. And then when the pro mod dropped, like before that, I was like, I need to put a statement in the end. And I really need to fully embrace like how, like this, this ain't no cookie cutter shit. Like this was a fucking hard ass road for me to go through and get through to get to this point. Like, don't ever think that I fucking just got this in my lap because it didn't like Mm -hmm. a lot of things ended up happening where like me starting to travel around the world and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of that is like very gracious, you know, blessings that I wasn't expecting, but you know, don't ever think that I ever take this for granted. And like, even in those moments I do go through ups and downs as well. And I want everyone to know that like, no matter who I'm sure, Everyone that you know that you look up to in life, like Michael Jordan and all this shit, they go through shit. Everyone yeah. goes through shit. So don't just think that like because you are traveling the world or you have a bunch of money or you have all this and this, that they got everything figured out because they don't. They do in moments, but not, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's important to like just be humble about that experience as well. And then if other people can see that you're living the dream life, but you are struggling too, it's good for them to know because then it's like, I'm not alone. You know, I don't want mm-hmm. anybody to feel like they're, they're alone in this. And, you know, like I yeah, like we said, fuck 2020, but like <laughs> we're all going through it. And if we can go through it together, like I said, sometimes I respond to those, but I thought that it was important to put that at the end. Cause you know, all right now I'm 28. 
I'm trying to be like more of a leader in Kendama, not just like reckless ass party guy that, you know, uh, well, I'm still reckless party guy, but like, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like better. I'm trying to be better about it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Yeah. yeah. I'm not perfect. And I've been through things in my life where like, sometimes that stuff like comes back into my head and I got to like get away from it. And like, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm trying to embrace it instead. Yeah. But no it. more escapism, you know, yeah. like just Being fully embrace it. Yeah. It's oh, a part yeah. of me. So it's a part of me and it's helped me out. And so like, now I just like don't even party as hard to like forget. I party hard just to party hard and enjoy the moment with my homies, you know? Fucking That's man. what's up. And yeah. WCK. So, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's, it's, this has been a fucking great episode. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank you. I've I had a that, lot of fun. This is good. I hope <laughs> all yeah. the people that thought you were a dick don't believe that anymore, even if they didn't meet you yet in person. Yeah. They can come and uh, say hello and maybe share a story of their yeah. kind of similar. I love hearing know? other people's stories too. Like I, I love it because, hey, like I said, we've all been through our shit. It just seems like some of my shit's just like fucking ridiculous. So <laughs> it is. <laughs> we all heavy. have. I'm gonna have to say yeah. it is pretty fucking heavy, dude. But yeah, it it just you know amounts to the person, the awesome person that you are. Yeah, fucking I appreciate man. that, Norks. You guys are incredible as well. <laughs> Yeah, Thank I was gonna I was gonna say, MJ, this is kind of the time where we open up some Patreon questions, right? Yes, yes. But yes. I have one quick special guest question just because I saw him today. Oh, oh yeah. And shit. I told him I was gonna be doing this with you, Nork. So oh, I got a question. No. A little little blurb from our boy Rick. Rick. Oh, so, Rick. <laughs> so Rick is actually Rick. It's kind of a two question thing. So he says, ask Max about a book's a book. <laughs> <laughs> A book is a book. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's from the very drunk moment <laughs> from me where I'm just like and he was around. God, wait, wait, Kevin, were you there for that? A book is a book? Yeah. I don't know <laughs> why, but book. I think I was just like, yeah, man. <laughs> a book Book's is a, a book. book and it's just like, yeah, man, shit is shit, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun. Like it's like it's like, you know, a uh, book is a, I remember being in the terror shop during Van Jam for this. And I just, I think I just said, yeah, man, a book is a book. And mm-hmm. I think Rick was just like laughing his ass off about it. And he's like, a book is a book. And it just kept getting said like over yeah. and over. And it's like, yeah, it's, a it's clearly obvious. Like a book is a book. <laughs> Damn. I forgot about, I forget the exact context about <laughs> it, funny. but it's just so funny that I remembered that that even was a thing. Yeah. Fucking Rick. All right. Well, yes. the other thing that me and Rick were talking about today, we couldn't remember all the specifics, but what he says is the MKO Banana Man news interview. Oh, <laughs> he was asked to talk about the contest and how he prepared or something like that. Proceeds to talk about his breakfast. Oh, that guy was kind of a dick. That yeah. guy was kind of a dick. That's what it was. The banana newscast story. Yeah. Yeah. Because we went there early in the morning and he's like, treating me like i'm the biggest bro of bros ever and it's like oh well so how did you win this you know like at first he's like how did you win this competition i go well it's kind of funny but uh bananas you know and then he's like oh bananas and like he just started going off about bananas and i go yeah dude that was a one piece of the story and like whatever i guess we're going off on bananas now and then it turned into a thing where like Every time someone saw me the year after was like bananas and like would like hold up a banana and shit. But it's like, no, seriously. But like the potassium inside of a banana calms down your stomach. And then if you drink orange juice, you're like energized. It's like natural good vitamin mm-hmm. C energy 
for you to like boost into like, oh shit, you know, actually competing. And that's what I did. I, mean, I smoked a little weed before too, but like, and then I had a couple <laughs> beers. Okay, I had a yeah. couple, I had a couple beers right before. Get you loose. Um, yeah, <laughs> but like, the guy just went off about bananas. It was Man. like really annoying. Wait, was that, that was a, a random interview. Like, what is yeah. that? Who's wait, that? wait. I have to go pee really bad. <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, it was MKO and it was like either, like you said, first thing in the morning, like when they were at the, at the, at the mall of America, getting ready to do the thing. And that was was doing the interview. Is that just a random like YouTuber or some shit? The banana man, I guess. So he focuses on bananas. I don't know anything about the guy, actually. I was what? me and that's what I was saying. Like me and Rick were talking okay, about yeah. it today at work, and we were just like, like, "Oh, oh shit. shit, yeah." Well, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do the thing with Norks." Like, what should I, I know, talk about? I know, I know. Podcasting one hundred and one. Don't ever do that. You know, like that's why you said leak what? or get you get your <laughs> oh, yeah. fluids out now. Go to the bathroom now. But <laughs> we've been grinding. But but yeah, we so have been. What was who is this interviewer? Was it so? Was it, it, from it was like with a news. It was with a news channel, like an okay. actual Minnesota news channel. And so it was going to be aired onto the news. And I thought that it would be cool to like tell people that like, there's a, there's a method to like, there's, there was a method to winning, you know, like, and a banana, like I was going to explain that like quickly, I was going to be like, yeah, you know, the bananas help calm down your stomach. And I was going to say things like, you know, like before you take a test at school, you should drink some orange juice because it like activates, it like wakes up your brain a little bit, you know, like it's like, it's the shit's good for you to, you know, so eating bananas before a contest and drinking a little bit of OJ. And if you're old enough, drink like two beers before you go up because it calms all that Damn, nerves two. and like makes you, well, <laughs> for me, yeah, well, it's because it's because I'm like chilling. But then two. if I, if, if you get in right into that perfect mode where you're not shaky anymore is what yeah, you're looking for. Yeah, you're exactly. looking, to, you're looking to get rid of the shakes. Right. right and right. so like, I mean, hopefully I'm not like an alcoholic to where like alcohol makes me not shake anymore, you know, like <laughs> without it, I'm shaking, but no, it's not yeah. like that. It's just like to calm down your nerves. And so I was going to say that I was going to say all that in the news thing, maybe leave out the beers part, but like, I was going to say that. And the second I said bananas, he just like turned it into this huge joke. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I was like, damn, this is going to be on TV. So don't be like a dick to this guy. He's just doing his job of being the zany reporter that got stuck Uh, with this fucking wooden toy story that he probably was like, Oh (laughs) fuck. I'll go fucking do it. Then he probably got in trouble. Maybe he had two beers to get rid of his shakes. Oh, Hey, yeah, for (laughs) real. You should have just fucking cursed him, not him, but just like kept on swearing. So they're just like fucking just put like, we're <laughs> yeah, not we can't use that interview. Yeah. yeah. He goes, Oh yeah. Bananas. And I'm like, yeah, cock shit. Fuck bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> like we're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but that, yeah, that's the banana, the banana. Shit. It's because we had to be there at like six something or like seven in the morning. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I was like, that oh. is somewhere in the internet, dude. We're going to have to find well, There that. you have it, Rick banana story yeah <laughs> that guy happy. was kind of that kind of the guy was kind of a cocksucker yeah that's banana right. sucker wasn't banana a fan sucker. yeah banana sucker i was like okay drop peeler, it dude yeah. i was like drop <laughs> it dude get over the bananas yeah they helped but it's <laughs> oh, like the little shit. piece you didn't even hear the rest of the shit that i said like come on dude <laughs> oh fuck so yes it is q a time with yes, norse uh so for everyone who supports on patreon huge fucking hearts thank you all so much for doing it it's so awesome and yeah, dude, more, once more I get paid more money, on. I'm going to do it. Thank you so much. Hells yeah, dude. <laughs> and and so something that we have a little perk 
for you who, uh, who, who decide to support us is you can ask a question to our guests and you get a question locked in. I post up a little, you know, a nice little picture of each of our guests. And I got one Norks with him. Yeah, he's looking good as usual. We got a few questions. <laughs> First one starts off Nick Doddenhoff. He always jumps on. Let's gives us a nice question early on. Tell us about oh, Red Bull Kitties. Okay, let's maybe see if we can talk about something we didn't touch upon yet. But tell us about Red Bull Kitties. Why was that something important enough to put on a pro mod? Also, I think a lot of us learned that you were attacked on the street from this recent video you made. If it's not too much to ask, could you talk about your time uh, in your life leading up to winning MKO? Much respect. Well, Nick, I think we pretty much yeah. covered all of those. That's, but that is like, that is a good question. Very great question to ask. And that means mm -hmm. that they're yeah. like true ride or dies and they pay attention to the, yeah. like, to the storyline or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think we just kind of broke through and touched on that yeah, we completely earlier. Yeah, we went deep into that. So. Yeah, we did. So there you go. Um, right. Dang, Daniel. I answered a question without even knowing it already. Woo! Thanks for the question, Nick. Nick, next one is from Daniel, Mr. Robinson. He hey. says, in your eyes, what are the consistence and differences in Kendama and in the Kendama culture from when you started to now? Wow. Meaning, what he, gives, he gives a little explanation because maybe he thinks like, you know, maybe you didn't understand that. Meaning, yeah. it says, what do you think has stayed the same and what has changed? Right. I love you. He add, he finishes. I love you. I love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Daniel freaking Robinson, dude. One of my favorite people of all time in yeah. the Kendama community. He's one of the first people that I met. Um, I think the first pro that I met besides my friend, which doesn't count because I've been friends with him since like third grade was like <laughs> Chaz Edwards and then WKT. And in the same WKT trip was they were filming for count me in. And I met, daniel robinson during that time and yeah. uh yeah i remember my, you in the clip with you on the stairs when you all the guys were doing that like i forgot what trick it was like lighthouse to end it was like yeah. a gang of you just sitting on the stairs and like i didn't really notice because i don't think you were featured specifically. no not at all i tried You're to film a trick i tried yeah. to film a trick and i couldn't i am uh in both the wkt movies um i think both of them the only feature that i have in it really is like the barely side view or back view of me it's like i'm just lurking yeah. in these videos but i tried to get in them i tried to get in them so hard i was like dude i was like this bird over the valley is gonna be sick it was like right when i started playing but, yes uh back to daniel robinson's Dan Robinson. question yep what's changed what's the um, same dude a lot a lot has changed honestly um the kendama community and you know it it's hard it's hard. Um, the Kendama community has changed and it's because with everything going further, right. And with more people being added to it, this is a completely inclusive game. And that's what it's basis. Of. Like when I started, that's like what it's base was, was that this is for everybody. This isn't just for, you know, Joe Schmo or, you know, some super hot babe or some, you know, super dope shredder that shreds snowboards or, you know, it wasn't some specific category of person. It was mm -hmm. open to everybody. And I loved that about it. And the community was so perfect the way that it like brought people in and made you feel like 
you know, we were saying this earlier, like the family thing. And that's, that's what I describe as family without the eye. Um, but it's like that type of fam love is how it was in the beginning. Now with like a lot more people and like the internet and stuff like that, you definitely have a lot more trolls in the game. And then you have a lot more people that, um, like the dude, uh, Ryan, I think from like, he has his devil's, the devil's or the bevel's advocate podcast. So that guy, that guy's like, you know, edgy kind of like controversial, like the way that the, the things that he was saying in like the Kanama community type thing, but it was just to spark up like questions and answers and like, you know, just to be like a different part of Kendama because he says, you know, Kendama is so cookie cutter. And so like PG and he like wanted it to be more appealing to like older people. So like, so now it's getting more into older people and stuff like that. Right. So it's bringing all these different um, types of people in, which is amazing no matter what, like hate or no hate from anybody. It's amazing how many people can get into it, but the community has changed a little bit and gotten, I feel like, a little bit more like less like everybody loves everybody and more into like, it's kind of changing into like everyone's got something to say about something, you know, like whether it be good or bad. Well, I mean, that's kind of came within just SNS and everyone being on the internet and the whole troll, you know, that that term itself, you know, that has evolved with the internet so i think those types of personalities have also been grown yeah and Mm -hmm. with like so like before it'd be like so the the biggest thing that's a difference is videos video content and with instagram now having video clips a lot of people just don't save their tricks anymore for edits they're Mm -hmm. mostly posting on instagram which is a huge thing that's going on yeah, which is a huge, that quick dopamine fix right there, right there, right there. Lace yeah. a nasty banger. I want everyone to see it right now. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. saving things for a whole actual edit. Where in before, you had to wait. Like, you had to wait for a good edit. You'd go on to <laughs> YouTube, and I did this all the time. Kendama uh, by upload date. And in the upload oh, okay. date, you would see that a video got posted two and a half weeks ago or three weeks ago. And it'd be like a Colin Sander edit or something like that. Now you do it, you see some kid in some country just posted a vertical video that's just uh, <laughs> just a vertical yeah. video that was posted an hour ago. Yeah. And it's like yeah. some kid doing big cup. And that's it. It's not even an edit, you know? So that yeah. has definitely changed. But I don't really have a problem with like the community at all. Like, But sometimes I feel like definitely it's a lot less lovey-dovey than it used to be. And more mm-hmm. like it's a lot less family-oriented. And, um, I don't know, sometimes I've seen things that I did not like as much with the community and what was being said and stuff about people. And I was like, damn, this, this doesn't really make a lot of people that are new feel like this can be a home for them. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's going to be too, it's going to be impossible to do the shit that we grew up and learned Kendama, what we learned it to be of being, you know, open for everyone and how everyone was just so stoked on it that yeah. time is past and i don't think we can keep that for the people who are getting into it now right. it's grown so much to a point where it's like there are almost like clicks you know in a way oh like i was gonna say that high school, yeah i was to gonna say degree, that but it's like it 
like yes and no because yeah. we're telling everyone you know you should play with people you should you have friends to 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 jam with and get hyped mm-hmm. about this right and dama with but there with that comes the whole like segregation as well so now when you go into comps like all right it's like there's the fucking stoners and there's the jocks and there's a the fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it, and it is like that a lot more so now than it used to be. And like at Donald totally. Fest, it was like, we all tried to find a way to, for all of us to be like hanging out in the same room, all of us, you know, <laughs> but like with how we, how big we are now, it's like, it's impossible. You, you don't just have that split anymore, especially at MKO, especially at NAKO. There is no more of that split. That's like, stay at the hotel that the pros are staying at, you know, like that gets a little bit like, I, I get it. And I'm down to hang out with kids all day, you know, but then mm-hmm. there is that time. Like, you know, I've, I've seen people say some stuff that's like, if you're a Kandama pro and you like, you know, don't spend your time trying to teach people, blah, 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 you know, there, to a point, I do agree about that, but there are, is time where, you know, you got to have an off button. Like it's oh totally, you got to set yourself aside and like, you've been doing it all day can't keep doing it you know like yeah you're you're you'll be exhausted at that point and so like there is some separate time that you do need to separate you know where you you only get to see these people for so little time that you do want to spend time with your other pros and you want to spend time and then now it's different because it's like well whose room is hanging out in what room and who's whatever is hanging out where and it's like and then there'll be like a kid in the mix or something like some kid will get into the hotel room or something like that. And it's like, Oh shit. Like we're like kind of, you know, we're playing our speaker. We're, we're partying and like a kid will walk by and they'll either be too shy to walk in or all of a sudden there's a kid in there or something. And you're like, (laughs) Oh man, like this is a weird like difference where like things used to be separate, but now not anymore. It's not really a huge problem, but like the, you know, the click thing that I, that you were saying that happens a lot more because it's like, all right, well, which, which crew is like the sweets room and then yeah, where's, yeah. where are the Kusa guys chilling at? And right. then, yeah. And not and saying then, those clicks are like out to attack one another, you know, it's no, just be like, no. you know, Oh, these types of people jive with those types of people. So okay, right. you guys and there is, the there thing, is you know? a time where we all try to be in the same room, but before it was like, Oh, we're always trying to be in the same yeah, like, like, no click. Like we're all, we are the click. Yeah. We yeah, are yeah. the click. And, and now it's like, click clack. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it's like there's a bunch of different click clacks, you know, like, yeah. and it's it's just it's weird the way that it's going, uh, but it's good, it's healthy to have like all these different you know things going on and the way it's evolution, but uh, yeah, that's what's different now, and like there's some consistencies. Uh, it depends on you. I feel like the consistencies on the past, ba- it, those are based off of yourself. And if you can, and like, so the consistency of, we are talking about my pro mod video and you're like, you had a bunch of homies in there. That consistency had to be brought back to me type thing. You know, like that type of consistency I need, like I need homie sessions, homies filming together, but that has changed a lot more too now to where it's like a lot more individual, like individualistic. And at events, people are filming something for their Instagram clip, just their Instagram clip you know, or something like that instead of like trying to get a doubles trick or, you know, something like that. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like before it's like, yo, I want all the homies in this edit and like stuff like that. And there are still people doing that, but like not as much. 
as before, you know? Well, it's like you said too, it's harder now with like, there's so many people that you can't have yeah. everyone in an edit that it would be yeah. a never ending essentially. I didn't, yeah. I like in my credits, I tried to list as many people as I could in it. And then I realized mm -hmm. the more people that I put into it, the more people I'm leaving out of it, that will feel left out of it. And so almost yeah. at the end, I was like, don't get offended if I didn't like, I was like, you know, smoked yeah. a joint and wrote that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, one of them I, is just like worldwide crew. It's like, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, and so, and everyone. so it's like anyone that I just missed, I'm like to all the people that, and so like, you know, Cody Grizz was like, dude, Kandamago gets a shout out and I don't. And I was like, dude, I said sweets Kandamas and all their hardworking employees. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, come on, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's why I did it. Because you want me to list everybody like, oh, here's Gabe Olsen, you know, like, yeah, I tried to get them all in one shebang, you know, but, uh, and then when Kevin DeSoto showed online that he got my pro model, I was like, well, I feel like a dick because I love Kevin DeSoto and he's not in my credits. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I love that guy so much and he's not oh, in yeah. there. And I'm like, shit. So anybody listening, if I didn't put you in there, don't take any offense. Like, I couldn't list everybody. I did. I literally couldn't because I couldn't remember. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks. D Rob for D -Rob. the question. We're going to go over to. It's like a questions. Titanic movie, like three From, hours long. Dude, seriously, <laughs> I think this might be our longest one. This passes the, the Valerie episode. Here we go. Like, I talk a lot, so. <laughs> Haley Bish she says, how did your life change after getting hit by that taxi? Was it enlightening in any way? P.S. I love you and your new mod. Bish. Oh, my gosh. Bish. My early... Uh, I had the biggest crush on Bish when I, when I first, <laughs> when I first saw her on the scene and then me and her, uh, had this like moment on the rooftop of, uh, in Japan where we were just like, we were getting to know each other more. And I, I remember I like, it's like moonlit. It's like, I don't know. It was crazy. It was like moonlit. There's water and everything. And I remember I looked at Bish and I was like, Dude, are you gonna creep her uh, out right now? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not weird. It's not weird. But I was like, I it's it's actually really cool. Uh, I was like, I looked at her and I go, damn, like this is definitely somebody that I want in my life, like throughout my life. Like, I was like, she's such a good soul, like good person. And like, I don't know, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I just I remember that moment, and it was like one of the original KWCs or something, where the hotel was literally on the water type thing, and. Mm. Uh, it was a cool moment and I love Bish, but, uh, but yeah, at one point I did have a super big crush on her and I was like, dude, that'd be so cool. Like Kendama power couple, but that was, that was like a very brief moment, but she's just a homie and amazing. But, um, the taxi hit that did humble me a little bit because afterwards I had to like go back home and recover from that. And, like I was um, in a relationship with this girl at that time. And that was like really hard to like get through all of that. And like me and her were facing some issues. And um, so a lot of learning happened throughout all that process. And uh, I definitely came out of that situation knowing that we're, yes, I am lucky to still be alive because I could have been dead from that if I got hit the wrong way or it could have ran me over, you know, like so many different case scenarios, of bad things, but, uh, yeah, I'm lucky, but also like 
we are not indestructible and we're not as invincible as we think sometimes. And those things that you say to yourself, that'll never happen to me. Don't ever say that because like sometimes you'll be skating through the street and a fucking taxi will hit you and you, <laughs> you never knew that was going to happen, nor did you want it to, but it'll, you know, that taught me that anything can happen at any time and any grudges or any bad feelings that you have towards anyone or anything, try to work that out and try to get that like done with in your head to a good point where you can be content with that situation, whether it be a relationship thing or whether it be something like a fatal accident, because that shit will just like be haunting your head. So that had, that taught me a lot to just like, damn, I could die tomorrow. We could all just die tomorrow. Like, how do we want to spend the rest of this time on this planet? You want to spend it like, you know, in the back of your head being angry about something or do you always want to just like move forward? Like try not, try not to live in the past, live for the, live for the present and look towards the future and learn from the past. Don't ever, you know, live back there and just sit on it because it's just not healthy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it taught me a lot, and like definitely, definitely uh, not going to be skating through the streets <laughs> as much anymore. And if no, I am, no I'm, red lights. Yeah, and um, it's crazy because that situation and the baseball bat thing. When I'm at a party, at any at every given time, I know what every single person has in their hands at a party. Every single person. It's a subconscious thing, but I know exactly what's going on, and I know where the door is. Like I know where I'm going to go out to if something crazy happens. And then with the taxi thing, like I, uh, like I always paid attention to the streets and stuff like that, but now I'm like way more hyper aware, even just on the sidewalk of just like playing worst case scenarios in my head of this guy gets a flat tire and hits, comes up onto the curb. Where am I going? Like, I think that it's just like, you're watching final destination in your head. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, dude, screw that movie. That movie fucked me up a lot. Like for a lot of (laughs) different situations. And actually it made me way more hyper aware of things too. I was like, yeah, I'm not driving behind this log truck. Fuck that. I've seen this <laughs> yeah. in the movie. Like, <laughs> like, screw that. I'm right. driving away from this. Yeah. But also getting hit by the taxi, I'm sure, you know, you got thrown off a little bit. All the, you know, cars are driving on the opposite side of the road. Maybe. Yeah. Thank like, God you know, another, thank God another car didn't come from the other direction. If another ooh. car had come from the other direction and I got hit twice, you would, the, we, would we would not be having this. And e. Uh, yeah Maybe scary not. stuff yeah yeah you need to have to put a fucking another taxi on the bottom cup so yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the question last one <laughs> christian frazier comes in and he said he asks what is your single favorite kendama trip <laughs> single favorite kendama trip you've been on a lot are you mm-hmm. kidding me that is so hard you know, actually, this actually has to do with Christian. Um, the pee bottle? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure at that time, I thought I was having the best time right before the puke in a bag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's uh, it was the year that Christian's birthday was oh, while yes. we were in Japan yeah. And it, we were outside the 430 shop and mm-hmm. we got him a cake. We figured out how to get him a cake and everything and then smash it in his face. And <laughs> I was like, this is going to be great for the video. So I'm going to somebody go and distract him. And Wase was on that trip. That is 
probably one of the best. I think that was the year after I was in the finals. So it was the year. Yeah, I think it was the year after, or it was that same year, but that one was the best one because I don't remember a lot of what happened around it. I just remember being at my happiest moments and my happiest state of living during that trip because he was there. Wasa was there. Everybody was there. It was like, felt like sweets fam was just going in hard and we were like all connecting and had like a great time. This is also before, um, you know, we got blackballed from a bunch of hotels and stuff. Yeah, so that was, I believe that we was were still in the, yeah, I think yeah. we were still in the very good early stages of Dama. I think it was either the tw- second or the third trip. Um, but that mm-hmm. one was one of the best. And we were just in Japan with everybody. And then that was also when we met, uh, Gustavo, mm-hmm. who that's a crazy, that's another crazy story. But like, I lost my camera in a Brandon bar because I was with Bonds and Brandon Meyer. We got brought there by two girls and then I lost my camera. We couldn't find the ho- We couldn't find this bar for like three days. And then I finally found it before we left Osaka and he pulls away from the liquor at his bar and he's like, Oh, gringo camera. And like, he pulls gringo. it out. Yeah. Cause he was, it was a Peruvian guy. Okay. That, yeah. Gustavo, um, dude. <laughs> yeah. Rodney's met him. Oh, and yeah. uh, so he runs this little bar. It's the teeniest bar ever, but it's the chillest spot in Osaka. And then me and Brandon found it. We go find the camera and I'm like, okay, I'm bringing homies here. I'm bringing Willie P here, like to speak Spanish to you and like all this shit. And then we became best friends and we go and visit him every year in Osaka. Yeah. We go to his bar and visit him and he's just the coolest dude, but he closes his bar and he takes us to all the clubs. And I think that was one of those. I think that was that time. That was that time as well that same trip it was and so a lot of those moments are really what a good question but it's so hard when you've been on so many and i hate to say it but you do forget like yeah that's why i was doing the vlogs though the reason why i started up the vlogs is because it's because it's a video diary And then when I go, like, I don't go and watch my old vlogs all the time, but there are times where sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, like I'm going to go watch my Israel one. And I just, everything that's happening in the video, I remember everything that's happening around it. Like it's like a visual representation. Like that's why I started doing it. It was what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and so that's why I started doing it. Really. I was doing it more for my like self for what can I look back on and then remember all this kind of stuff what you know? can i show my children and my grandchildren that would make them proud yeah daddy norks yeah <laughs> dad you party a lot <laughs> yeah well you you weren't there but we flicked some dicks at some point that's a story for when you get older yeah right? when you're old She's like to no i already heard it on dominers <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck yeah! Well, that and then that's it. where I go. God damn it, Dominers coming back to haunt me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this was great, you guys. You guys pulled some shit that nobody's heard before. Literally, there's some stuff in here that nobody should have heard. <laughs> yeah, nobody's heard those stories. Man. That's for so, damn sure. We got some good juicy ones in here. I oh, appreciate yeah. you guys letting me come on. Straight up. No, dude, dude it feels like an honor. Coming to fucking take the time and do it, man. It's good. Yeah, and share all the stories, you know, really open up. It feels like that's where, you know, you're heading with a lot of your, your personality and what you want yeah. to put forth. Well, you guys made it easy to feel comfortable with this. So I appreciate the vibe that you guys in the environment you set to be able to talk freely with no judgments and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. You guys are rad. <laughs> hey, 
Thanks everyone, the raddest people. There's everyone listening, supporting, hanging out with us. Mm. Who, who enjoys the podcast? You know, I'm really mm-hmm. glad that people are taking a lot out of it and learning a lot about the pros. Maybe that they always wanted to meet and didn't have a chance to, especially now with fucking COVID. But yeah, who knows when we'll get to meet? Exactly. But when you do get to meet, you'll be able to get a little closer and, you know, fucking come by that beer a little harder. Yeah. yeah that's and right. if you're looking for those vibes, just go through the Domin Nerds podcast because you'll start to feel them. <laughs> you'll start to feel them again. It makes you feel like you're right there with them in the room. <laughs> Hell's oh, yeah. Hell's Hell yeah. This has been a good grind. Good sesh. Super yeah. fucking oh, man. Thank Shout you, out everyone. to all the patrons and everyone always with the questions, the, yep. the help, all that shit. Exactly. If you're, if you're looking to support, just head over to Patreon Kendertainment. You can help support the show. Uh, there's also, you know, a few little perks that you get. If you jump on certain tiers, there's Domo raffles, you get t-shirts, you get fucking questions in, you get video episodes. Go check it out. Thank yeah, you. you guys, you guys are going the full mile with it. I love it. <laughs> Hell yeah. And yeah, I guess on that note. Oh, and then, also, also, are we done? No, go, go buy a Norks mod. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Never give yeah. up. Go buy, a Norks mod. go buy a Norks mod. And if you're uh, in the checkout and you're looking for a coupon code, just be like, huh? WWND. What would Norks, what would Norks do? And Norks would put Norks in the coupon code. And then you just get hooked up with a little bit of extra, you know, fees off of your pro mod. Also, it's like it's like that on uh, Rage Quit too. Put Norks in there if you want a T-shirt. Norks, there yeah. you go. There you go. Thanks, dude. All a right. little bit of a help. <laughs> hell's yeah! Hell's yeah! Hell's yeah! Then I guess on that note, the nerds are out. out. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. Awesome.